be obedient, my little deviant. Together we will find the right ingredients. We will stir the goop that is the horror soup. And the last thing you will find is a spaghetti hoop. There's eyes and flies and anything that dies. There's a nasty surprise in every And show me your goods. Better yet, just wait until we get to the woods. For a weekend escape, a rustic rendezvous. But wait, just wait. This is too good to be true. Umpteen hours later. Please don't touch me, you bastard of man. I've tried to cure this. I've done all I can. I said don't touch me, cause look, now you've got it too. Melting, rotting flesh sticky like glue and now here we are down by this lake watching our epidermis just flake and bake for fuck's sake how much more of this can we take pancakes 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 don't bite me you little bastard god damn it you just did i hope you burn in hell with your denim you mullet bearing <laughs> skid this getaway has been disastrous isn't it funny? Doc, where are we going? Oh, look, it's a bunny. Fuck my life, fuck my life, fuck my life, I'm dead. Sean Hunter. <laughs> Beautiful! Award-winning! There was one part I read weird as hell. God, hold on. You, you said didn't... No, I know, I know because I was trying to make it like rhyme with it. God damn it, you just did. I hope you just burn in hell with your denim. Yeah, no, I thought denim sounded better. <laughs> denim! Caleb meant to say denim. That's that's the uh, no, that's the Caleb no, no, way wait, of saying Kim, denim. Hold on, no, let me correct you. I did not mean to say denim. I lit- I meant to say denim because I read it and I was like, wait, how do I like? I was trying to keep. I was trying denim. to keep the same depiction and like the flow going and like the rhymes like coming Whoa. coming back. But uh, I didn't I know how it. to. I didn't know how to rhyme denim, so I I twisted it. I went denim. I like denim. I'm going to start calling it Denim. As soon as you said that, I was fucking sent. I was like, I can't. I can't. I had to make sure I didn't look at you through that because I could literally see you in the corner of my eye just like holding back your giggles. I know. I was just like, I'm not going to make eye contact. I'm just going to look away, silently laugh. It's so So much better hearing you read that. And guys, the the reason she's saying hearing you read that is because that is... Kim's poem that she made about cabin fever. When did you make that? That was like one of my first posts. So it was it was like a few years ago. It had to have been like four years ago or so. <laughs> so that's a poem that Kim wrote four years ago about the movie that me and her are covering today. We're covering Cabin Fever, a film from 2002 written by Randy Perlstein and Eli Roth, directed by Eli Roth, and it had a budget of $1.5 million and a fucking box office of $30.6 million. Hell yeah. He made bank. Eli Roth's breakout film, baby. Yeah, and you said this is his first movie. Like, did he literally do nothing before this? 
That's a good question. Like, I think he was obviously directing, but this was definitely like his first movie that put him on the map. Okay, yeah. I mean, uh, it looks like he did... He did Restaurant Dogs, a short, and then a TV series called Chowda Heads, which I don't know what the fuck that is. Caleb, are we going to cover Chowda Heads? I mean, you have a you have a podcast called Horror Soup. You can't just turn down an opportunity to cover Chowda Heads. I don't I don't see why I wouldn't cover Chowda Heads. I mean, why not? Also, like, okay, I'm not familiar with like any actor in this movie, but the 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 lead guy, Paul, his name is Ryder Strong, and I just want to say that is a fucking ridiculous name. Wait, Caleb, that's Sean Hunter. It's Boy Meets I, World. I know. I didn't watch Boy Meets World that much. I've seen like five episodes what? of Boy Meets World. What? I did I wasn't like I watched I've watched Boy Meets World, but I wasn't like a consistent watcher of Boy Meets World and I wasn't like a watcher enough to know fucking Ryder Strong. And why not a true nineties that... baby then? That's all I'm gonna say. I'm no, I don't get record. I, I, I didn't. I didn't give. I didn't give a fuck about. It. You, you know what? I I heard that fucking stupid Topanga. I went to Topanga recently, yeah. and every time I told someone I went to Topanga, they were like, "Oh, that bitch from Boy Meets World." And I was like, "Look, this joke has already been made like seven times. Let's move on. It's not funny anymore." Topanga from Boy Boy Meets World made Topanga more famous than going to Topanga. <laughs> I don't think, look, I live, like, not, like, a couple, out, like, an hour and a half from Topanga, and I didn't even know it existed until I went there, so. Yeah. Um, he's the only, I don't even, he, he's not credible anymore, but um, he was, like, the only big actor in this. Definitely. Yeah, there was no other namesakes. Is his real name Ryder Strong? Yes. Fun Is that fact, on his birth certificate? Yes, and fun fact, I know this because my cousin went to college, or high school with him. Did she Back tell him that he has a stupid fucking name? <laughs> no, she was trying to get in. Like, she was trying to be in the cool group because he was famous in Boy Meets World. No, she did not. But I can see if she can, uh, you know, maybe go back in the phone books and uh, find his number and hit him up. Oh, so I can call him and tell him he has a stupid fucking yes, name? Yes, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> he, I mean, to your I mean, point, okay. he hasn't done anything since then. Kim, here's a th- Why is he an actor and, like... Why? Why is he? Well, not, I'm not trying to like shit on him. Why is he not in porn? <laughs> that is a good point. Maybe he is, and we just don't know it. Maybe he goes under a different name. But that defeats the whole purpose. If he's gonna go in porn, you have to keep the name Ryder Strong. Maybe yeah, that's our. Okay, I'm now saying. you need to Google because I don't want this on my history. Is there a porn star named Ryder Strong already? Let is there look, already a conflict I, of interest? I will look that up right now. Maybe that's There's why he didn't go be, into porn. You know what I mean? Ryder Strong. Somebody have had to have ripped porn. it off by now. Uh, Ryder Strong porn videos. Let's see. Uh, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no, no. It's just about people riding strongly. Riding her strong, yeah. Yeah, it's just about people riding like, her strong. Wait. Ryder Strong, it's hard for a guy with a porn name. There's a TMZ article about him, his name being a porn name. Of course TMZ is an article. What is it says, this from? Okay, it says with porn stars out there rocking uh, rocking names like Dave Pounder, Jack Hammer, and Seymour Butts, it's easy to see why a guy named Ryder Strong from Boy Meets World could get mixed in with the Triple X crowd. <laughs> Wait, yeah, his parents, like, what were they thinking? Yeah, what the fuck is like going through your brain that you're like, oh, this kid, I want to name him. Like, you already know your last name is Strong. Like, name him like man or something so like at least like he could switch it around like you know when people put their last name first he could be strong man <laughs> right 
I knew, knew a girl I was friends with back in the day named Sierra Mist. She was awesome. What? Yeah, her last name was Mist, and her parents named her Sierra. What the yeah. f- like? What is going on in your in your head that you think that's okay to do to a child? I kind of liked it. I think she liked it. <laughs> that actually, yeah, yeah. Because I mean, Sierra's I, 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 a normal name. Yeah, Sierra's you know? a cool name. Yeah, so it's like that's fair. But I did know a girl named Tara Bull. Yeah. Dude, I can't remember this. <laughs> I can't remember this one chick's first name, and I really wish I could because it would make it so much funnier. But her last name was like Sniff Butts or something, and like I was just like, and, and her was it first butt kiss? was a butt kiss. Dude, her I don't remember what, but her first name like went with it, and I was like, why are you gonna go full send into that? Like, you know, your last name is Butt Sniff, so maybe don't like make your first name like I don't know what was it yeah. like. Like face butt sniff or something like or nose butt sniff. I don't know. She had a stupid fucking name, and I was like, and she was actually like a nerdy girl too. And I was like, I feel so bad for you. Like your parents ruined your fucking life. That's sad. Oh yeah, I would just go by like if I didn't like my name, even if it wasn't a weird name, if I didn't like it, I would just choose to go by something else. I would only about, use my real name for legal purposes. But remember when you're in school and people just call like teachers call out your first and last name and shit. It's like that girl's true. life was ruined. That's true. That is very true. Dude, if I had the last name like like Sniff Butts or like fucking Hard Ass or some shit like that, and I was having a kid, <laughs> hard I w- ass. Dude, I would change my last name before I had a kid. Like a right, thousand percent. Like a thousand percent. It, don't do that to them, you piece of shit. Some of these parents are on a power trip, and if you're listening, change your last name. Dude, change your fucking last name. Yeah. It's that Strong easy. is fine. It's the fact that they named him Ryder with it. Yeah, that was just like, that wasn't like a last name issue. That was just an improper first yeah. name If anything, issue. that was like the most fucked up situation because they had no reason to name him. Dude, they could have given him anything. Like, they could have given him like Esquire Strong or something, you know? <laughs> like Esquire. Yeah, I like dude. that. Or I like, like that. W- Wilton Strong, you know, Wilton? like any- <laughs> Why are you picking these Victorian eighteen hundred <laughs> names? Because they're strong. <laughs> Wilton, Wilton. Well, okay, okay Caleb. let me put it this Caleb, way. No, is, no. What, no, 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 no. <laughs> when is the last time that like names were strong? It was in the Victorian ages. No, Caleb. Okay, so if you were. If you needed someone to save you, Russell say you're, you're in a fire. My dad's name's is my dad's name's Russell. <laughs> I was just thinking of Russell Crowe and how he's strong. He is a strong, strong, angry man and great actor. <laughs> okay, go on with your point. I don't even. Oh, okay. So you're burning in a fire, okay? And they're like, "All right, we got someone coming to save wait, how, you." Wait, how did the fire start? Dude, that doesn't matter. Completely irrelevant. No, wait, you're no, stuck did, in the how, fire. Where's it's the point? Wh- where's, an, like, the point? Like, where did the, where did the fire start? It's an electrical fire, so no one knows uh, exactly okay. how it started, okay? It's one uh, of those. Okay. Well, what what kind of building am I in? You're in a Victorian house from, like, the 1800s, so that's why you can't get out, because, like, the infrastructure was so weak, everything caved in on you, so now you're underneath, you're in the boards and the cupboards, and you're, I'm dying, and they're like, we're going like to send setup. someone your way, we're going to send Wilton. <laughs> Wilton is going to save you? That's who you have confidence in? If his last name is Strong. No, they just said Wilton. Oh. Of course, strong is the last name is the strong name, but well, Wilton. I don't, don't think if my last if their last name was strong, I don't think they'd introduce him as Wilton. They'd say Mister Strong is coming. Okay, well that proves my point. Du- Mister W. Mister W. Strong. I like that. W. Strong. Oh yeah. 
Yeah, man. Yeah. That's Wilton, who's saving no. me from, from and, this Victorian fire. And listen, I don't mind Wilton because it's, it's one letter away from my last name. But it's, it's not a strong. I'm just going to say that. Okay, Wilson strong. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hell yeah, oh, man. <laughs> Wilson yeah. strong. So that that's how I feel about names today. That's just that's, those, those are that's those are movie. my two cents. <laughs> that's the movie, guys. No, honestly, that's not the movie. I have I have so much to say. This Cabin Fever was delightful. Like I I cannot you rate believe it five stars. Yeah, and I'm comfortable with saying that in the beginning right now. I don't need to rate this at the end of the movie. I know Ooh, how sorry, I feel about it. sorry, I gave it. away your end no, rating. <laughs> no, it's fine. I, usually, it's like I need to talk about it to know exactly how I feel, like, or at least 100%. I don't need... I already know how I feel about this. This was the most fun I've had in a long time watching anything. I'm so happy you enjoyed it. It's a fun, it's a fun ride. Like, if you guys are looking for a movie to watch and you haven't seen Cabin Fever yet and you need a fun watch, this is your go-to. Dude, like, Eli Roth is... <laughs> I, I think he might be one of my favorite people in the world just after watching this movie. Like, okay, here's the thing. Here's the thing. My enjoyment factor for this movie was through the fucking roof. And so far, Eli Roth has not let me down. He gives me people masturbating in really <laughs> dire situations, and he calls squirrels gay. Like, a thousand dude, percent. A, a genius. He's e- e- Eli Roth is director. Eh. Eli Roth is a person. Incredible. To your point, one of my favorite people. <laughs> yes. He's incredible. He gives you everything you want and need, even if you didn't know you needed it. I will say, I didn't know that I needed a single thing that happened in this movie, but I no. needed all of it. No. If you were to just write down, like, words or adjectives of some of the things that happened in this movie, you would be you'd like, smile. I am never, yeah, you'd be like, I'm never watching, like, this isn't a movie, this can't be real. Oh, wait, I thought you were going somewhere else with that. I thought you would be like, you're watching this immediately. Because that's where my brain went. Like, if someone just gave me a list that was like... That, <laughs> if someone that's, gave me that's dude, fair. Kim, Kim, if someone gave me a list and it just said uh, these... I'm going to read the two, like, two of my favorite quotes in this. If it just said, gonna go shoot some squirrels, why are you going to shoot squirrels? Because they're gay. And then, <laughs> I thought we were kissing. So what? Do you like me now? Is this a date? Don't be gay. Like, if, I, if someone just wrote those down on a flashcard and told me that was a movie, I'd be like, yeah, I'm watching that fucking movie. And then also, like, <laughs> this blonde guy just getting pegged for no reason. Like, oh, yeah. all of that. All yeah, of th- that. this movie was actually ahead of their time. Not that pegging's new, but in film, <laughs> like, I can't think of a movie from... Um, th- Let's give yeah, out 2002. Early... Yeah, no, I what, can't... Who was, pegging, who was pegging straight blonde men in 2002? But I can't think of a movie where they had pegging, like, in the movie. Well, I feel no, like pegging's that, that, now in, no, like, every TV show. No, Kim, that's what, I didn't mean, like, in like in real life, who is pegging yes, straight you, blonde yes, men in did, 2002. Caleb, yes, I mean, in, in, in the cinematic universe of anything, who no is one. pegging straight blonde men in 2002? No one, just Eli. Eli's like, we're doing it. We're fucking doing it. That's fucking amazing. And I didn't even, like, when I was watching the pegging happening, I wasn't even thinking about the fact that it was in 2002. But thinking about that, like, whoa, this was early 2000s, and you're, like, you're going to that? So I'm saying it was ahead of his time. 
And really, you, like, so you ahead got of boobs. its time. You got boobs in the movie, which you love. They were boobs nice boobs. really early on. A, a few pairs of nice boobs. Well, yeah, there were, actually, there were multiple. There were multiple. I did hear one thing, uh, though, that uh, one of the actresses, like, really didn't want to show, like, her boobs and, like, her bun stuff. And then Eli Roth was, like, at one point, he was, like, really arguing with her. He was like, no, I need boobs. And he was, like, really <laughs> upset about it. And then at one point, she was like, no, I don't want to. And he was like, well, what about just one inch of ass? And they got, <laughs> apparently, they got an actual ruler and they measured it up to her ass. And then they, like, taped, taped, like, the the bed sheet like one in- like so just one inch of her ass was showing but then later in the movie she was like actually can i just show my boobs this makes me like eli roth even that much more like that's Dude, i love that, that like, that's he, his trade-off he's so pressed about it he's like no i need what at least one give inch. me in give right. me an inch of ass it's like, like what does an inch do mister can, can i get a serving of some ass like, what does an inch do for you? That's such a small ratio. All right, give me at least an inch of ass. Like, I That's feel like, hilarious. I feel like on one side of my mind, I'm like, it's so problematic that he's arguing over an inch of ass. Oh, but then on sure. the other side of my mind, I'm like, that's really funny that he's arguing over an inch a of ass. A thousand percent. A thousand percent. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it would if this ever happened on set currently, this would just, yeah, he would never be making any more movies. No, it'd be a problem. It'd be like, why are you yelling at this girl about how many inches of ass she's going to show? They got show me ruler. an inch of ass. Like, I just imagined him like... <laughs> Like, veins popping out of his forehead. He's like, I need at least a fucking inch. See, I feel like he's such a chill guy. I feel like he's probably like, give me an inch. Show me an inch. Yeah, honestly, I, <laughs> that's why, like, I don't feel like it's as problematic as I thought it was when I first read it. Because I feel like just looking at him and knowing the kind of guy he is and everything and, like, how he acts, I feel like he was just like, well. He's a fac- sure? he's just facetious. Like, like I feel sure like, yeah. Just, this is an inch, like, you know, yeah. like, please. I'm sure he said please. <laughs> Okay, and I'm sure after they saw the payout and how well this did, she's like, the inch of my ass was worth it. Yeah, exactly. It's not. E- is it even showing ass if it's if, if it's an inch? Um, because no, it's not I, considered I, showing boob if there's no nipple. So is it? That, it's just the top of the crack. So I mean, like, it's just like you're just getting a gander. Yeah, I can't even tell if that's someone's ass by only an inch. Like an inch is this big. If I saw an inch of skin, I would not know if that's your ass or if it's your arm. Dude, like an it like. An inch is small. It's very small. So I say he's not asking for a lot. How big do you think the average ass is, like by inches? Oh, average. What do, well, you got to you, consider. What, maybe you consider like all body types and men. Okay, I like would say a, a, fi- a five five person. Let's just say that. Oof, inches. That's a good question. I'm gonna say. Oh, maybe like average? six. No. Oh wait, hold on. Yeah, I was gonna right? say twelve. Well, no, not tw- a there's foot? not dude, people don't have a I was I almost said 12 for a second <laughs> yeah, and then I was like that's do. a whole foot of ass. If I put if I put I have a foot of ass. I'm feeling it right now. If I put a, a foot long subway sandwich and I'm Kim, sure you do too. You're like 6'2". Yes, you I said 5'5". Five, five. I'm not 6'2". <laughs> no, Caleb, dude, how, I I definitely you only have, have a like foot long. No, I definitely only have like <laughs> 6 inches of ass for sure. Nope, I have a foot I got a foot. Are you serious? Do you really? <laughs> yes. Yes. I'm telling you my, okay, this is You have my the hand. longest ass in the world. That might be a Guinness <laughs> Why? like Not world record. <laughs> oh, no. I'm talking about like tall. Oh, like how... you mean length. <laughs> yeah, because an inch of ass, I think they got an inch of I ass like from, from like back to butt. No, wait. 
You're I'm asking Caleb, a foot long? Is... All right, you have a fucking badonkadonk then. Wait, you got a, Caleb. You got a no, foot, Caleb. foot wide ass? <laughs> Caleb, go like this right now. Your ass is okay. not only six inches wide. Caleb, that means your butt. There's no way. You you have to have at least a foot long width of ass. And most people probably do. Okay, That's I'm going to agree that... Big. that Okay, I'm gonna agree that wide might be about a foot. That still sounds right. like a fucking dump truck, no, though. No, like when you is... just, when you say you have a foot long ass, I'm imagining <laughs> a fucking dump truck. <laughs> I got a foot long. No, I just no, yeah, dude. Most I thought, you, I feel I thought like... you were saying your ass was a foot tall. <gasps> Could you imagine? <laughs> That's why I was scared. That's why I was like, Kim, I know you're tall, but your ass is a whole foot. <laughs> you're like Kim. I could never speak to you again. <laughs> No, actually, I wanted to speak to you more. I was actually going to say, like, wanted, no homo. I wanted to speak to you more. <laughs> I was going to say, like, no homo. Like, we should just, like, have a naked day just so I could see what a foot-long ass looks like. Because I was like, I, I need, like, that I need that mental image. Because I was like, a foot-long ass? Like, that Caleb, sounds like a long ass, dude. We need to make a PSA. If anyone right now listening has a foot-long ass, please, mm. please, please, by send all means, pictures. send please photos. Send, pic- send pictures with a ruler next to it so I know that you're not deceiving yeah. me. How long do you think? Okay, I think, yeah, you're right. Six inches, Six probably inches, even right? less. Yeah, probably yeah. even maybe less yeah. length. Oh, my God. Could you imagine? Dude, I was, I'm not kidding, Kim, I was literally sitting here, like, trying to imagine what your ass looked like being that <laughs> and, tall. I was like, and I was trying I was to like, imagine what your ass looked like only being six inches wide. I was like, Caleb, where are your butt cheeks? We were both on different levels, man. We were both going through some oh, shit. Man, I was getting ready to go through your Instagram low-key and be like, I'm going to try to measure his ass. <laughs> Dude, we were literally both like on the verge of asking each other for ass pictures because of how alarmed we were. We were like, we were literally both going to be like, please show me your ass. Oh, man. Wow. That is that, incredible. That's I wonder so- how many people, you, that needs to be a poll, how many people thought you were talking? <laughs> I want to know what, ever, I do want to know what everyone thought. Like, did, did you? Were you guys thinking foot long or were you thinking foot wide? Because those are very different levels when it comes to an ass. Totally different levels. Like two different worlds. <laughs> I just keep picturing a foot long butt, and I'm just laughing. It's too. Dude, much. I keep doing it too. I can't look at you any other way now. I think your ass is like. I can't is look like at myself any long. other way. I know. I, I'm picturing my butt cheeks being <laughs> like, a dude, foot I, long. I thought you just had like. Like fucking straight, like oval shaped ass, like just no, like it would a be fo- on my back. My ass would be yeah. like on my back. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, like, dude. <laughs> I would be able to lay down, dude. You, okay, you're I'm gonna like have to Google it. The 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 two backed woman, <laughs> double back bitch, <laughs> double back bitch right here. I mean, goddamn. While while we keep going, I have to look up a picture of a long long butt cheeks. Yeah, do it. Dude, like, look up, like, average length of butt cheeks, too. I, You're I'm right. Kinda, You're that right. seems like something we should know. So, all there right, are guys. five different types of butts in the world. Sorry, we're going on a big tangent. No, it's fine. It's fine. I'll, you keep looking at the butt stuff, get the information you need, and I'll intro us. <laughs> okay, yes. Me again, guys. Valentine's Day is upon us, fellas. 
Make sure you're ready for whatever the night may take you. Our friends at Manscaped TM, the global leaders in men's below-the-waist grooming, are here to tell you that you need to use the best tools for the job, and not a hammer, but other tools, so you can be ready for anything on that special day. Because you know what? At least, like, two million dudes with balls are already trusting Manscaped TM products to groom. Make sure you're one of them. Because if you're not, haha, <laughs> you suck. Now, your girl can't think of what to get you this year? Tell her to get you the gift that's for you and her. That's because if you shave your balls and then she licks them, they won't be hairy. And you know what? That's just good for the whole family. So if you want to, you know, do stuff with your balls that'll make them clean and good smelling, go to manscaped.com and get 20% off and free shipping with the code HORRORSOUP at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. And use the code HORRORSOUP. That's H-O-R-R-O-R-S-O-U-P at manscaped.com. Happy Valentine's Day from my balls to yours and Manscaped. TM. So the beginning of this movie is literally just like some kind of like exploding dog or peeling dog, and I still when the mo- when the movie ended, I still don't know what that meant. No, Caleb, we're not supposed to. It just well, it, it just had the disease, right? Like yep, it just, just had, had the, the disease. So it's just peeling. Just peeling, dead. Okay. Dead dog. <laughs> okay, yeah, that, that, that's fine. That's all well and fine. And then right after this dead dog, we see, like, some kids driving around this douchey little truck. They're listening to douchey little music. And what was very alarming to me is that the, sh- the song changed three times within, like, a 30-second period. And I was like, this is weird because, like, not only rights-wise, but, like, movie-making-wise, I don't get how this makes sense in any sense of the word. That's a good call. I didn't even realize it changed three times. I do remember the music being shit. Like, I was like, you guys are, I'm assuming they're supposed to be in college, right? Aren't they on, like, spring break or some shit? Yeah, yeah, which I will respect the fact that this is, like, a college movie and not a teen movie, because I'm so tired of fucking, I'm so tired of these 17-year-old coming-of-age stories. Like, just put them in college, and it's fine. You could just move them up a couple years, and it's fine. I like, I personally like the teens, okay? Kim, I know you like the teen movies, but, like, really ask yourself this. And I had this conversation on the next episodes coming out, kind of weird timing okay. for me. But um, I had a long conversation about this in the next episode, episode 99. But what difference does it make to the viewers if no you difference. were just in college? Like, you could literally be 18 in college. You could literally just I know. be, like, I was. one year ahead. And you're still, like, dude, people that are 18 in college are exactly the same as someone who's 17 in high school. Like, you could literally just make it legal and less creepy, and it would make no difference for the viewers. Well, it's the trope of, like, the innocence, right? Because when you're in in college, there's a little bit more autonomy. So it's like, they were... I think when it worked, when that genre did work, I think they were trying to play on the trope of, like... Oh, it's scary because these teens are supposed to be, like, so sacred. Like, they're supposed to be at home with their parents and protected. Like, if they're not protected, who is? But I agree. There's no difference. I, you know I just, like, vir- young... You know how many 18-year-old virgins are in college? <laughs> like, are you fucking kidding me? I'm fully aware. I know. I think it was a big thing in, like, like I said, early 90s when, you know, like, pro-abstinence was being pushed and it was a big thing to try to, like, you know avoid like teens 
like just getting into like rowdy behavior, but I don't know. I just like any young slashers genre. That's the creepiest college. thing I've ever heard. <laughs> Teen college. That's my thing. Early two thousands, late nineties. Very specific, all right. I I I just want I want a movement to start where <laughs> if you're gonna make something about young young teens, just make them eighteen and in college, not seventeen and in high school. Fair. Like that, and not that's not seventeen in high school and they look thirty five. <laughs> yeah, and you know, I don't I don't think I'm asking much for, like say you're really I not. I don't think I'm asking for too much. I think you're it's really like, not. It's very simple. Like it's I'm I'm not asking for the world, dude. Like I'd prefer if you if you did like twenty one in college or something, but like I'm just asking at least just do eighteen in college. At least. You're not asking for a lot. I'm not. And usually I do ask for a lot. And this time I'm not. So, like, can we just, can we change it, please? I'll I'll side with you, even though I'm a sucker for it. Yeah, you are. I mean, like, anything with Kevin Williamson's name on it, like, <laughs> you were just drawn to. Drawn. And I don't even, a lot of times I don't even know that he had any affiliation with it. And I'm like, oh, of course he did. <laughs> and I, I figure that out all the time, too, because I'm like, I'll watch any teen movie and I'm like, Oh, this feels familiar. And then I'm like, oh, of course, Kevin Williamson made this because he's made fucking 30 movies about teenagers. He's had some or like he's had some his hand in the pot in like some aspect. Like even if he was like the the guy who held like the lights in like one scene, he's going to have a say in any teen horror movie. (laughs) He's a part of it somehow. It's impossible to find a teen movie without Kevin Williamson's name on it. It's insane. It's very, very true. And apparently, like a serial killer Kevin Bacon movie, but that's that's beside the point. We're or, gonna I mean, get not, to that. Or TV point. show, TV show. There's like 43 episodes, but I want to watch it. Very intrigued to hear what uh, you come back with on that. Well, I think I'm gonna have to buy every episode for like five dollars each, so I don't know how what? long. I don't know how long it's gonna take me to finish that because, <laughs> frankly, I can't afford. I'll see, Caleb, I I'll see you in ten years. <laughs> yeah, dude, I can't afford to finish all forty-three episodes of that shit unless you know what? I could probably find like a like a DVD bundle or something like on Amazon. I'm sure. Yeah, I feel like you can. I, I was gonna say, or else I'm just gonna have to follow up with you in a decade on how it was. Five dollars mm. per episode—that's a lot. I think it might be like it might be like three dollars per episode, but still, even like three dollars per episode, that's like fucking fifty bucks. Even if it was a dollar per episode, like you're gonna pay forty five dollars to watch a TV show. (laughs) I know that's insane. You don't even know if it's gonna be good with Kevin Bacon. May I add? So it's like I'm already betting against myself. Like I'm already like I'm already starting out like with a negative point, and then I'm paying for it. Your favor, yeah. Yeah, The odds are not in your favor there. That's just fucking insane. That's Mm-mm. that's insane. But, but keep me posted. <laughs> I'll keep you I'll keep you posted. So but cabin fever. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over thirty thousand mouthwatering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over six hundred dollars each week. You can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
this group, <laughs> and the, the characters are fucking Paul, played by Ryder Strong, Karen, played by Jordan Ladd, Bert, played by James DeBello, Marcy, played by Serena Vincent, Jeff, played by Koei Kern, and none of them matter, because who are these fucking names? Anyway, they pull up to this rinky-dinky little shack, and then one of it's the main bad. characters sits next to some little fucking blonde kid, or I guess this is the store, <laughs> technically. He oh, yes. next but he sits next to this little blonde kid, and all of a sudden, the kid just starts biting his hand. A blonde, the, a blonde kid with a mullet. He does have a mullet. That's a very good point. It's a very important note. You're you're not wrong. Thank you. And then the dad comes out, and he has this terrible mustache that doesn't even look fucking real. And, and then he, like, accent. Yeah, his accent fucking sucks, dude. He's like, hey, my name <laughs> And he, he has a fucking bat, and he's like, everyone knows not to sit next to my son. And I'm like, right. who the fuck is everyone? You mean right. random like, people driving by? Right. He's like, why did you do this? What did you do? I'm like, why the fuck is your son biting people? Yeah, and also, if if you know that your son is just biting people, how about instead of putting him on a on a bench in the front <laughs> of the store, put him on a bench in the fucking back of the store, you piece of shit. Everyone knows not to sit next to my son. Yeah, everyone knows that my kid just bites people. Like, bitch, what? I'm sorry. Maybe you should teach your kid not to bite the shit out of people? Yeah, dude, like, if you know that this is an ongoing problem, maybe try to solve it. Give the... Dude, give the kids some fucking anxiety medication or something, because obviously this dude has some issues. All right, in his defense, I bit... This boy on the playground in kindergarten, but it's because he was being mean to me. Yeah, I'm sure you did, you weird bitch. You always he tell called, me. No, he Kim, called me a vampire Kim. because I didn't have two front teeth, so I was like, oh, I'll show you a goddamn vampire. What and the I fuck? That's not how, no, someone calls you a vampire. <laughs> you don't prove it to them. And, yeah, no, no, Kim, don't <laughs> try to Kim, tell me. Nope, no, nope, Kim, the best Kim, part Kim, hasn't Kim, happened. Kim, Kim, don't try, to, don't try to tell me. That you have reasons for doing the things you do because you once told me a story about how you were just walking by your sister and just pushed her <laughs> into the, her bu- the pushed her in a bush because you had some random like feeling like oh I gotta push this bitch into a bush. It's known, you guys. I, I definitely had a lot of problematic traits as a Pent child. Up aggression, <laughs> anger, okay. psychopathic traits. Do you want me to continue? The fucking list goes on. Caleb, I'm just gonna say the best part about that story is after I bit him, he started crying obviously and ran to like one of the like uh recess ladies and i got scared so i i ran into the tunnel slide and hid in there (laughs) and they had to like all the teachers had to like surround the slide and be like get out wait (laughs) and i had to slide out (laughs) i had to slide out kim i think that happened to me too wait you got bit by a little black girl on the playground she (laughs) ran into the tunnel slide no, I think Were I bit someone. I, I, I think I bit <laughs> See, someone and then off. ran into fuck a... Off. See, Wait, fuck off. That, I don't know if this is just like a fever dream that I'm making up right now, but you just said that and it literally just <laughs> triggers something in my brain where I was like, "Wait, I think I that, can't be the I, only I person." I did that. Yeah, well, so know, don't talk shit, Caleb. I think some some kids just be Biden. Yeah, some, sometimes you just got to, you know, put the fangs on them. <laughs> It's not a big deal, you know, like, some people need to get bit. <laughs> and some people like it, you know? <laughs> I mean, may- maybe that's why I grew up and now I like biting yeah, people or getting I would say bit, you may- know? It's, like, it's, it's, yeah, it's You bite it's someone on the playground, it, it stays forever. I think we should bring biting back. That's all I'm going to say. Bring biting back. Maybe not during COVID. It's not best times. But, you know, when things go back, 
it's biting season you guys just know what, it just sounds like we're saying bring biden back he's already back guys <laughs> he's already biden here back. he's already here dudes he's back <laughs> We're going to listen to this in like 20 years and be like, why are we saying bring Biden back? <laughs> <laughs> oh, fu- okay. Wait, wait, wait. So there's a lot of problems in this store. One of them being the kid with the mullet that's biting people. But I don't even, I think you need, you, as, I, you as the black person. I can't. No, Kim, you as the black person in this episode needs to take this next little scene because I, I can't say it. I can't say what happens I can't, next. I, I don't even think anyone should be saying this. No, but I think okay. a, I think a black person over a Mexican person should, if anyone's gonna. <sighs> I'm not, I'm just, okay, so you, you guys know where we're going. So they're in this little shack. It's like a little convenience store. They they just stopped for gas, right? Or did they just stop for food? They just uh, went in. Be- beer and then for Bert oh. to steal a Snickers, even though they spent like 120 <laughs> bucks, but he couldn't pay for a dollar Snickers. You're absolutely right. Absurd. So, yes, it was definitely for beer. They stop at this little convenience store, and there's, like, this man behind the uh, counter that looks Santa like Claus. Santa Claus. Yeah. And he has a really high-pitched voice, and he's like, oh, this is my shop. Seems and really like, nice. Yeah, seems really nice. And um, they're, like, picking up little, like, trinkets and shit, and they're like, oh, what's this? And they pick up, like, some oil, and it's like... They're like, oh, what's this? It smells funny. He's like, oh, that's fox oil. It's to keep the foxes away. Doesn't fox he? Say, it's fox. Yeah. I oh, think, fox I, piss. I literally think it was fox piss. That's what I yeah. wrote, at least. Yeah. Along, I mean, same shit. You guys get the gist. Along the line, oil piss. It's all the same shit. Oil piss. <laughs> and then he's like, it's to keep the foxes away. And then they're like, oh. And then they pick up another glass of oil. And they're like, what's this? And he's like, oh, that's to keep the blank insert racial slur towards black people well no kim you got a little it wasn't a bottle it was they pointed at the rifle oh yeah oh right even worse yeah they pointed the rifle and he says in his high-pitched voice it just smiles at him and (laughs) And guys guys know know how the the black girl here doesn't even want to say what he says because he he doesn't even just do the end he goes hard er with it. yeah it's a hard er it's a hard er in a high-pitched voice my thing is like about a rifle like being for them yeah if you're gonna listen if you're gonna be that much of a scumbag to say it it needs to you need to say it you can't just have a little santa claus high-pitched voice and smile at people (laughs) Dude, it was, I, that's like, that's like five minutes into the movie and I texted Kim and I was like, what the fuck? My mouth, when I first saw this movie, like, just dropped the (laughs) N-bomb. Out of nowhere, guys, this is seriously probably what, Caleb, like the first three minutes in the movie, like not like, it's very early early on. on. Like Like, this is some of the first dialogue. They're just driving, (laughs) they're just driving, they listen to a song and then they're like, oh, I'm in a store. Okay, drop a fucking N-bomb with the whitest guy in the world that looks like Santa Claus. Right, and you're like, whoa. And that was in 2002. Yeah, my jaw dropped when I first saw it. I remember I was watching with my friends who were white, and they were like, oh. and I was like, oh. and the actors in the movie are like, oh. was that in the script? Yeah, dude, I think he ad-libbed it. Yeah, and they left, and they're like, this racist fucking asshole. I was like, yeah, 2002, fuck yeah. Dude, holy shit, like, it blew Ahead of their my time. fucking mind. It blew my mind, but then, it's pretty like, crazy. I, it was pretty crazy, but then they won me back when they called squirrels gay. 
the dialogue in the movie is hilarious. Not him dropping the N-word, but all of the other dialogue is hilarious. Everything everything else is pretty fucking funny. That was yeah. a little alarming. It was very alarming. I, lo- I found it interesting, though, that after they left, they were like, wow, what a racist piece of shit. I was like... So why did he feel the need to drop in that comment? Was he just doing it to, like, be facetious? Like, I don't understand. Well, yeah, uh, I, I don't want... I, we'll, we'll come back to that because I, okay. I have some stuff to say. But you know what was weird, too, though? When they walked out, they were like, that racist piece of shit. And then one of them, I, don't, I think it was Bert, the, the biggest shithead there. Mm-hmm. You remember Bert with the fucking... Yeah. He's the, <laughs> just the sexist, like, fucking asshole the whole time. Like, he's just really hot-headed. He's like... He, he repeats it. He's like, did he just say? And they were like, don't fucking repeat it, dude. Like, stop. Right, right, right. It's also, like I said, if you guys think about it, this movie was made in 2002. I can't think of a lot of movies that, like, had a hard, not even a lot of movies well, have it now, unless it's a movie, like, depicting, obviously, like, a certain time era, or it's, or, like, Tarantino. Or, yeah, I was going to say, or any <laughs> Quentin Tarantino movie. But, fun fact, and a lot of you probably know this, Eli Roth is a huge Tarantino fan, and they're friends, so he gets a lot of homage. But Tarantino had him in doing, right? Did his 90s movies have the... Did Pulp Fiction? Bro, Pulp Fiction? Yeah, did. Quentin Tarantino himself says I know, dead I was, N-word I, story. I know, I was like, I don't even know why I just asked that. I mean, dude, it's like the it's still a line that like I'm like, what? Like, yeah, I don't you, even know why I just asked that. He like, dr- can you do that? He literally be- repeats it like seven times. He says dead N-word storage. Like, yeah, does it look does. like my house is dead N-word storage like seven times in a row? You're right. So, yeah, he did. I guess actually he totally drew inspiration from Tarantino's dialogue, which he does in all of his movies. But 100%. I yeah. think he literally just watched Pulp Fiction. He was like, I could get some white people to say that. <laughs> Oh, right. And here's my thing. I don't even think that Santa Claus man was an actor. He probably was actually like the owner. (laughs) He probably like found some little shack in the middle of the woods. And this little man was like. I've definitely never seen that man anywhere, so I wouldn't (laughs) doubt it. How do you get a role after that? I don't know. I don't know. Did like did Brent did Brett get a role after that? Because I mean, he said or Bert, whatever. Bert, yeah, Bert. Bert was in Swim Fan, another oh. early, another early two thousands teen slasher. I guess he has the past. Then I don't but fucking he plays, know. He plays kind of like a guy, not with like special needs, but like he has like a like social like disorder in that movie. So he plays the complete opposite of who he is in this movie. Who's like kinda a like, dick. So he plays like John Travolta in The Fanatic. <laughs> I haven't seen The Fanatic, but from what I've heard, yes. <laughs> what? You still haven't watched it? I told you to no. watch it. I was, I, my friends have been telling me to watch it for the past like two years, and I just like have never dropped. I'll watch Wait, it. Wait, really? Kim, I literally was told about it one day, and I did a horror soup episode on it the next day because of how it's, excited I was when I heard about what it was. It's not that I don't want to watch. I don't know what it is. I just forget. Maybe I'll watch it this weekend. Dude, you need it's. That? It's amazing, Kim. <laughs> I I obviously heard the episode, and f- my friends who have seen it are like, it's so bad but incredible. <laughs> it's so good. I'll have to watch it. I'll have to watch it. I'll it, get to I, it. I can't believe you that you wouldn't watch that immediately, because you, I mean, it lost so much money. Money. So much. I mean, yeah. It's it's consistently now considered officially, like, argue- with The Room, <laughs> like, the worst movie ever made. <laughs> Yeah, I think The Room still beats it, though, dude. The Room's so fucking good. Yeah, because it's just so, like, the the voice of Tommy. Yeah, just, yeah. You're killing me! 
<gasps> We're on a big tangent, but yeah, it's it's fine. It's fine. So Miss, it all Mr. started with Santa Claus. What about Santa the Claus? racist Santa Claus? I said it all started with the racist Santa Claus. It, it all started with a long ass. If we get, if we really want to talk about That's, you're tangents, right. you're right. You're right. So Bert, he's the guy who keeps calling squirrels gay, and he's walking around the forest just looking for squirrels to shoot. And he sees like some rustling, and he shoots a whole ass man. And this this man looks like shit, like it, it Freddy Krueger esque, except I- disgusting. Yeah, like he kind of looks like in the thing when the thing turns into the thing. No, like he that's... looks like he <laughs> looks like fucking um he looks like the Nightmare on Elm Street remake Freddy. Oh yeah. Bad CGI. Yeah. yeah. He just like and he can't pops up out of like the creek. My thing is like even before this like what are they doing? Like if my friends were no like idea. on spring break, we're gonna go the shitty, not even cool cabin, guys. This is not like don't blink, where at least it's a cool cabin. Like this is a shitty cabin. We're gonna go to the shitty cabin in the middle of nowhere, just the four of us, and we're not gonna. We're just gonna walk around and try to shoot random shit. I'm gonna stop you. That's a trip I would go on. With three other people, and they just want to shoot random shit in the air. Well, actually, correction, there's four other people, so there's five in this rinky-dink cabin. Oh, yeah, because uh, Bert's on his own. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, not to shoot squirrels. I mean, I could, I'd do the whole thing sans squirrel shooting. I would go to a cool-ass cabin and, like, get fucked up and just, like, hang out and rage. Yeah. But that's well, not they're, what they're doing. Well, they were doing that, and then Bert was shooting squirrels. Raging? Well, they were lame. Ryder Sean was trying to pour his heart to his girl. I thought they were lame. That's just me. I mean, they were fairly lame. To be fair, they didn't even bring any weed or anything on the trip, but then That's we find I'm out saying. that they all smoke, so it's like, I don't get why, if you're all, My if favorite you all scene. partake, why you wouldn't. Uh, dude, I can't... <laughs> Actually, you know what? We could just get to it. That's like Let's literally fucking. That's so early. Like I don't even care about anything else. It it's is just pretty, pretty much, early on. Yeah, pretty much that gross guy gets shot, and then he's just like, "Why the fuck did you shoot me?" And he's like, and then Bert just goes, Dad, "Fuck you, gross bitch!" And then he's like, "Get away from me!" And then he runs off, and that's pretty much all that happens there. And the kids yeah. start, the kids start telling campfire stories, and then that one dumb dude with the thick forehead, uh, uh, Bert, he calls his friend a dumb slut in like the most hostile way possible, which kind of sets us up for his character. Like he's always just like, yeah. "You fucking bitch!" Or angry you dumb misogynist. Slut. Yeah, with, yeah, like, just no brain. So, so fucking angry and so dumb, like just so hard headed. And then yeah. they start telling a story, like, or Paul starts telling a story. He's like, "Yeah, so I grew up in this bowling alley, and then this guy got his head chopped off, and they put his head in the bowling ball thing, and people bowled with his head." And I was like, wait, what? And they, they do, like, a flashback of it, and they show the guy, and he's just this creepy dude with a log head just, like, smiling. They show bowling pins, and his head chopped off. And I was actually, like, as absurd as it was, it was, like, really cool to look at. Yeah. I just think campfire stories are so... F- I love in movies when they try to tell campfire stories. I'm like, they're never scary. We know they're not real. But you know what? The thing about a lot of campfire stories, like in movies, is that they just tell the story, and it's like, all right, whatever. But in this one, they were sh- it was an absurd campfire True. story with a bowling they ball head and flashback. everything. Yeah, but they showed it all, and I was like, it felt really surreal, and like it was stupid, but it was fun. <laughs> a thousand percent. I'll give you that. I'll give you well, that, that. That's this whole movie, though. Like, I will say, like, obviously, guys, I'm my five star rating 
is for the enjoyment factor I had watching this. Like, it's not like, oh my god, this is a fucking genius. Actually, I will say it is kind of genius. It's genius it in the sense is. that it's so funny. It kind of is. I'll get to my take at the end because it, it it is. It's a weird. It's very conflicting. It's a very conflicting movie. But um, Would you say my, this polarizing? is my favorite. I did. I would say polarizing. This is um. This is my favorite scene though because. Dun dun dun! Eli Ross' first movie cameo. He also, like his like his favorite person, Quentin Tarantino, loves to make cameos. In walks. Just picture you guys like the douchiest bro from like circa 2002. Like gelled spiked hair, chin strap, goatee, puka shell necklace. Well, no, wife no. beater. Wait, but here's the thing, Kim. He doesn't have a chin strap. He just has oh, right. One he has, like, little. The it's no, no, dude. It's just his chin hair. He just has like the little chin hair, but it's not just like like hair that's going around his chin. It's like it's long and it's just one little stripe, like it's one little be racing fake, stripe right? on his chin. Oh, dude, he did not grow that out. I, I can was saying it cannot that. be Eli Ross actually here, but yeah, if he did, like, I'm proud. I actually I, kind right. of like wait. I kind of regret shaving my face a couple weeks ago like when I shaved it if I saw this movie like I'm not kidding dude if I saw this movie like at least even just right before I shaved my face like a week ago because my fucking chin hair was actually it was easily that long I literally would have shaved it into that fashion you should Halloween next year dude I'm so upset that I didn't see that when I had the chance I would have done that I literally would have done because I was shaving my fucking face anyway. But there's no way I'm going to do that on Halloween because I wouldn't like. I'm not. I'm not trying to shave my face again. Yeah. But like the fact that I was already doing it, I would have done that fucking hairdo for a couple weeks. <laughs> it's perfect. I love that. I was like, yeah, that's Eli Roth. You're like, that's Eli Roth. I'm like, that was Eli Roth. Because well, you said he made a cameo. He was easily my favorite character in this movie. Easily, and you, hands down. But you said he made a cameo, and like, I couldn't. Like, I knew. I kind of remembered what Eli Roth looked like. But like, you said he made a cameo, and then when you said that, I was like, I don't think I know what Eli Roth looks like. And when I looked him up, I was like, oh yeah, that is what I remember him looking like. But I was like, I don't remember who this is. And then you were like, well, this is like, you know, like 18, 19 years ago. I know what he looks like, like as of now. Yeah. But then like looking him up and then right. seeing that, I was like, what the fuck? That was him. And he's told, he, dude, he just, he shows up and it's the funniest thing in the world. Like he shows up with this fucking dog who's just dog so with, like, angry. like a spike on its neck. Yeah. Yeah. With a fucking spike and it's just like going crazy. And they're like, what's up with that dog? And he's like, he, he sh- the dog has a, <laughs> has the suffix doctor. And then they start questioning the animal's PhD. And he's like, yeah, he's a professor. Of being a dog, boom, yeah, boom. He's like a dude. This is why I love. This is why I say I truly love Eli Roth as a person. Because when you think about this, he wasn't famous back then. This was his first movie, and no one had known what he looked like. So he wrote himself in purposely as a douchebag, as a fucking douchebag, so that people watching it would be like, "Who the fuck is this guy?" Dude, and when he said faced, I was yeah, like, he said, holy faced. shit. Yeah, he said Holy douche- shit. <laughs> I was like, I was shaking in my seat watching this. I was like, oh my God. He said boom faced. I was like, that's fucking. He's Dude, a doctor when- of dogs. Boom faced. He's a professor of being a dog. And he depicts, he, do- he does it like that. He's like, of being a dog. Boom face. Got you, bros. And I was like, oh my God. And everyone the best at the campfire ever. is like, oh, they think he's cool. They're like, yeah, do you want to come smoke some weed with us? And he's like, well, no. 
Well, no, Kim. They try to kick him out of the bonfire. Like he's told, they're totally like, oh, dude, get the right. fuck out of here. And then he 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 fucking then reaches he in his pocket. Yeah, he pulls out this fat sack of weed, and he's like, I guess I'll just he smoke does. this fat sack of weed on my own. So naturally, they're like, hey, come over here. Sit next to the hot blonde girl. <laughs> this is oh, what God. I'm talking about. Eli Roth is hilarious. I guess I'll just smoke this fat sack of weed all by myself. <laughs> Dude, Kim, I need to, like, you need to go back and, like, watch that scene, and then I'll send you a picture of me in high school when I'm going for, like, my first job interview. Like, I'm wearing, like, a button-up shirt, and my hair is, like, tied back, and uh, my fucking ex-girlfriend took a picture of me, like, before I left, because as I was leaving, I was, like, I was making a fucking, like, marijuana deal, and I'm just holding this big old bag of, like, weed, just wearing this stupid fucking suit, like, looking like a fucking doucher, and it actually, like, the image looks just like Eli Roth pulling out that fat sack of weed. That is hysterical. And this scene, you guys, is just incredible. And then he's like, oh, well, I gotta jet out, I gotta... What does he say? He's like, I gotta go do uh, something, Um, like, irrelevant. (laughs) Well, no, it it was relevant, actually, Kim, because it started raining, (laughs) and then he was like, oh, I got, like... Well, he says, I got, like, $4,000 of equipment sitting outside my tent. And I was like, wait, what? My point, like, what do you mean? (laughs) You're right, okay, so a little irrelevant. Well, it's relevant, but it's like, okay... How much is your tent worth that you have $4,000 worth of stuff outside of your tent? Right. And also, like, if if you own $4,000 worth of stuff, why are you in a tent? Wait, wait, wait. What? Wait, was that a joke as of, like, I'm the director, I gotta get back? Shit. (laughs) Because... If so, oh, that's if a good so, joke. so, you guys, I'm getting Eli Ross tattooed on me. <laughs> Dude, that's a good fucking. You know what I want. You know what I want to get tattooed on me. His face in this movie with that chin strap, going. He's a professor of being a dog. <laughs> face. Wait, Caleb. I really think Eli Ross, because he's such a like snarky asshole. I really think he was like, well, I got to get back to my tent. I got like four thousand dollars worth of equipment. Wow. He's probably no, like, well, dude. the director, I gotta get back to directing this shitty fucking movie. No, dude, that's a good... Ca- I think you're right, actually. That's fucking funny, dude. That You know what, honestly, you guys can, like... And I know, like, people are probably gonna be pissed at me saying that, like... Like, so far, I've just been hyping Eli Roth up this whole time, and I already know someone, like, if I don't say it right now, someone was going to send me the message, or they sent me the message before they got to this point of the episode. They said, well, what about fucking Green Inferno? This is what I have to say about it. Fucking hilarious. Well, (laughs) and here's what I have to say. He He has hostile, so he has some redeeming qualities. I still, like... When I okay, here's the thing about Hostel. Like when I think about Hostel, it's torture porn. Like it doesn't have a plot. It's just torture porn. So I put it like when I watch like when I watch really just brutal like fucked up movies that are just about kills and like insane shit happening. I'm not rating those for the story. I'm rating them for the kills and whatnot. So at yeah. that point, like I don't care about the plot or anything else in Hostel. I'm just worried about the kills. And I do think it's really good and really brutal. But I do think as far as gore porn goes. It falls off a little bit. Like, I think I rated Hostel, yeah. like, when I first watched it, like, maybe, like, a three, three and a half. Yeah, I, I mean, it's a three, three and a half. I really fuck with Hostel because... I still really like it, though. It's really yeah. good. Like, it's a good three, three and a half. When I first watched it, I was obviously young, and we're going on a huge tangent, but I was, um... It it's was about un- Eli Roth, so it's fine. Well, and it was, yeah. Well, it was also um, unnerving because, like, he definitely played upon, like, the douchebag American, you know, whole persona, 
and like being in a completely different setting where like you're being attacked. Like that was just scary to kind of like Wait. see play out. Douchebags are just Eli's thing. Oh, no, that's his, yeah, that's his, yeah. he talks about it all the time. He likes, he likes emphasizing the douchebag tool in movies. Yeah, he's, dude, he's, I mean, like, Green Inferno, there's that fucking douchebag masturbating in the fucking cage the yeah. whole time. Where he's like, hey, guys, you gotta fucking jerk off to keep your yeah. sanity. He's a, he's a very smart, um, yeah, and he has a very, uh, <sighs> I don't even know. He, he, he very has, facetious sense of humor. That is, I think it's very clever, to be honest. He, he has douchebags by the fucking balls. Balls. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The fact that he just walked in in 2002 and he's like, no one's going to know who the fuck I am. And I'm just going to play this absolute douchebag. Then go. <laughs> I am, Caleb, like now that I never caught that, but he totally met. I'm going to get back to directing. <laughs> Dude, 100%. That's a good fucking catch, like legitimately. Because no one would catch it, right? Especially not then. No, no one knew who no, the fuck he was. <laughs> I was so confused by that comment. Like, I, I sat I Well, I didn't sit on it too much, but, like, just when he said that, I was like, it just threw me off, but I didn't think about it at all. I was just like, what do you mean $4,000 of equipment? You're just some fucking dude, like, with a with a weird facial, like, cut and then fucking a bag of weed and a shitty dog. I was like... What do you mean four thousand dollars? But that's that's honestly the only possible thing that could have meant. And I wish there was a way to look up if this is like validated, but there's no way we're gonna find that. Like that's there's no way. But that's, that's incredible. something that we would not figure out unless we talked we to Eli asked Roth. Eli Roth. <laughs> yeah, I would yeah. love to. Oh my wow. god! I, I, I would love to talk to Eli Roth. That sounds like so much fun. He, whenever I, people ask about, like, your, you know, celebrity dinners, you know, who would be your, like, your 10 guests, he's always on my list. I'm like, Eli Roth is going to be there, and Tarantino, but, yeah. I would, I've never said that before. Like, I was, like, in, I was always interested in him. I've kept my eye on him. I've watched a decent amount of his stuff, but, like, after watching this and just, like, it solidified everything about him for me. Like, every, like, because I've seen everything that he's, or, like, pretty much everything that he's done after this. Yeah. But I haven't seen, like, his roots. And now knowing, like, it it explains everything to me. Like, like just what we were talking about a second ago with the whole douchebag thing. Like, he literally has at least one douchebag in every movie. And at first I was, like, just kind of, like, annoyed at some of the douchebag characters. I was like, this is kind of fucking, like, okay, like, whatever. But now... I feel like it. I get it. You know, like Eli Roth has yeah. literally come full circle for me. For sure, he's great. Like he's just so funny. Like, yeah. You want to talk about funny? There's a fucking another line that's by Bert, another one of the douchebags. He's like, yeah, you know, one time I was masturbating and my dog came up and started licking my balls, and right when I came, he stuck my t- his tongue in my ass. It was the like the greatest thing ever. And if you guys see Bert, you're just like, what a goon. Like, he's just a goon, you know what I mean? Well, Kim, when he started telling that story, I actually lost my shit, and I thought you might have recommended the movie because of this, because you've heard my story about Pepper licking my balls, right? No, I know Pepper likes your toes. He I know that's, like, like to- Pepper's oh. jam. Well, on, like, the like second or third <laughs> episode of Donkey Fellatio, I told a story. I just assumed you might have heard it or something. I told a story. You your balls? I was getting human fellatio, and then Pepper snuck up, like, from the back, like, because I was in a weird position where, like, I'm laying down, 
and the person who was giving me fellatio was like sitting like kind of like on their knees like kind of bent over like giving me head okay and then pepper just like you know i'm obviously my head is back her head is down pepper what walks an image. up he, he walks up and then he licks my balls Pepper wanted to get in on that. Pepper's like, don't leave me out of here. The I'm sick of being left though, out. <laughs> the only difference, though, is that my story ended different than his. He came when the dog started licking his balls. I I canceled well, yeah. everything the second yeah, the dog started licking sure. my balls. Oh, my God. Bert, what a, what a weirdo. Yeah, He's I was done. Idiot. It was like it, it was it was over after that. Like, But once again, an Eli Roth line. Yeah, my dogs are gets tongue on my ass. Like, <laughs> It's very Eli Roth. No, that's not the line that made me pick this movie. You know which line made me pick this. It's not even a line. It's just a scene. And I was like, this, at some point, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make Caleb watch this. At some point. I'm not going to like him. After ending this movie, I feel like every line was the reason that I should have covered. Like, everything that happened in this was fucking great. It's fair. It is fair. Every, everything. So, the next thing that happens is that... The fucking, the dude that Bert shot earlier just pulls to the front door and he's like, I need help. And they're like, oh, okay, yeah, let's try to help you. And then he sees Bert and he's like, wait, you shot me. And then Bert just runs over and slams the door. He's like, fuck this guy. And they're like, wait, should we give him like a blanket or something? Like at least, like he looks like he's dying. And then the guy's like, he's pissed because he got shot. So he runs out and apparently they left their truck unlocked with like the of keys course. in it or something because he starts starting the truck and they're like, hey, he's in the truck. And I'm like, bitch, why was it open <laughs> with the keys right. in it? How is he starting right. that? <laughs> but also, why are they so nice? They're like, let like you guys, he, when they open the door, his flesh is like, he's melting oh, like his, he's can melting. almost see his bone and they're like yeah. oh let's help him i'd be like fuck no i maybe i'm an asshole i'd be like shut the no. door we can call an ambulance but we're not getting near him kim you can be an asshole when melty face is walking up to you because it's like bitch i don't want whatever the fuck you have like honestly wait kim kim what the, watching this movie at this time in life just feels like it just feels like I'm going out in the real world. Like it's it's, it's coronavirus, it's but very with ironic. melting flesh. Yeah. It's very ironic that we picked this. Yeah, picture somebody. You're at the grocery store, and someone pulls down their mask and starts coughing and hacking and sneezing. Are you gonna be like, oh, we should get them some help? I'm gonna be like, no, I'm getting the fuck away yeah. from you. Yeah. And why the and fuck are someone? Why isn't someone escorting them out? <laughs> exactly, and that's what's happening right here. And then like it's like the same thing where some people are like, oh well, maybe we should like help him or whatever. And other people that are like, no, nah, fuck that, stay the fuck away from me. And I'm like, this is very like this is a very good parallel for just what's going on in the world right now. It's very true. I didn't even think about that when uh, I picked it. Yeah, it's very fitting because it's the whole paranoia and mob mentality of like. What do you do when, you know, but you know what to do. If somebody's doing yeah. that bullshit. Oh, you know yeah. what to do. Close the fucking do- Actually, just shoot him. <laughs> just, and, let the was, ambu- uh, and then let the ambulance handle that. Call an ambulance and be like, hey, there's some dead guy on my porch. He looks like he's melting. Handle this. Get him the fuck off my porch. Right. And after you guys hear about the cop situation, you'll understand that if they would have <laughs> shot him, it wouldn't even matter because there would have been no investigation. <laughs> Dude. No, I can't wait to talk. <laughs> Let's just get to it. Yeah, okay, dude. I'm like, I'm so antsy about everything that happened in this. Like, I it's good. I have never been so excited to just talk about like every single fucking scene in a movie. But like, I 
everything is so fun. So anyway, this guy's trying to steal the car, and they're like, all right, let's go fucking beat the shit out of him. So they get, like, bats and guns <laughs> yeah, and Yeah, now they're and angry. Now they're like, we're going to kill him. <laughs> well, yeah, because first this guy's melting, and then now he's trying to steal the car. It's like, you know what? Yeah. Beat the fuck out of him. Fuck this guy, dude. Well, I don't care about him. Sp- like, spewing blood, you guys. And it's like, also, why, why was he not doing that when he was at the door? It's like, right. he gets in the car and he's just like, and starts puking blood. And he's not even just like, he's not even just sitting there trying to drive and puking it. He he looks like left, spraying. forward, backward, right. Like, he literally just makes sure that there is not a single part of this car that is not going to have this right. fucking melty blood pissed. all over it. He was it. pissed. This he's like, oh, you blood. He's like, you all help me? Fuck you guys. It was, you guys, the only it's way like, I can dude, it's describe like he was it. was saving his puke. Oh, Caleb, he a thousand percent was. You guys, the windshield and windows are covered in red. It's the only way I can describe it is in Kill Bill when she's fighting the crazy 88s and there's just like blood sprinkling everywhere. This is that happening in a truck. Kim, I got you. It's fucking Carrie in this bitch. Yes. Like, it is... In, they just dropped an entire buckets of pig of pig's blood inside of this fucking car. Yep, and he's but just. The, but not only that, they set off. They set off a fucking bomb inside of the bucket of pig's blood, just inside of the car, covered. And what pisses insane. me off is they still try to drive this truck later. They do. I'm oh, like, why they, would you ever get back in that truck? <laughs> no, bro. They are not as alarmed. And when they're, like, washing it off later, too, they're just, like, one of them spraying it with a hose. And the other guy is, like, fucking spraying it with a spray <laughs> bottle and wiping it off with, like, a fucking towel. I'm like, nah, bitch. The only way I'm ever getting in that car again is if I have bleach spraying out of this hose and I'm 10 feet away and I'm spraying down the whole fucking thing. I'm not touching that shit. I would say I would just refuse to get in the truck ever again. I'd, I'd, I'd be sell like, it. I'll just have to walk. I, actually, I'll just I wouldn't have even to sell it. I'd take it to a... Fu- I'd get that thing turned into a fucking cube. But I wouldn't even do it. I'd tell someone else to do it. <laughs> Contaminated, you guys. Like, I don't even... I don't I don't even want to get in a car with regular puke in it. That shit's fil- filled with melty face fucking chunky blood. No. Right. Throw and that that's shit what, away. That's what pisses me off. Like, they don't even say anything. Like, they see him puking, but they're just more so pissed that he's stealing the car. Like, they don't say anything well, about him spraying blood everywhere. Dude, they're not worried about the <laughs> fact that he's puking blood in the car. They're just like, ugh, he's getting gross stuff on our car. I'm like, bitch, that's blood. Yes. Like, <laughs> get the fuck away from him. Mm. Mm. Well, you know what they do? They fucking... At one point, they try to, like, one of them's trying to beat him with a, it's like this guy with a stupid fucking blonde hair, which, by the way, hair. that's the dumbest haircut ever. It like, is a bad that, haircut. That guy's the definition of haircut. It's a very 2002 haircut. Yeah, when you say, hey, what's up, haircut, you're talking to this fucking man. He looks terrible. <laughs> yep. But he's, like, trying to, like, avoid, like, fucking up his car, but he's trying to hit the guy, so he's just hitting the back of his chair at one point, and then the dude starts puking blood everywhere, and then they're like, what the fuck? So that's when everyone just starts beating the shit out of him, and they get him out the car, they're still beating the shit out of him, and then they just set him on fire. Fire? Like, he's on fire. They go to the most extremes. Yeah, they go from being like, oh, to, like, light him on fire. And then he's engulfed in flames and just starts running away, and they're like, ah, it'll be fine, the rain will put him out. It's it's bizarre. And then it makes the next, no sense. Well, and then he's just dead. The rain did not put him out. He's just the next thing we see is he's dead, face down in the fucking water. And then we see that the river he died in has like pipelines that just lead straight to the fucking water supply in the cabin. Straight to the water supply, and you're like, are you fucking kidding me? 
And then another cool line right here, too, was like, they were like, that guy needed our help, and we set him on fire. I'm like, yeah, bitch, good job explaining that. That's exactly what you did. You He needed your help, and you set him on fire. Good description, bitch. Uh, poor guy. Dude, Birch just shot him, you know, when he had the chance at the beginning. Put him out of his misery. Honestly, yeah. Like, maybe the at least he wouldn't have fell in the river or something. And, and fucked up their water supply. So now you guys... You know, plot thickens. You know what's coming next. The water supply is officially contaminated. No, wait, Kim, you don't know what's coming next. Because they they start walking around, and they just come across some (laughs) chick beating a dead animal with a bat. And they never explain that. Never explain it. And well, she, they no. even ask her, and she's just like, I don't know, you want to you wanna eat some meat that's not beat with a bat? I was like, no, yeah, probably. No, no, no. They went to, they were trying to find someone locally to talk to, to be like, dude, what the fuck? Like, we need help. We need a phone. Yeah, and they find Chick beating dead animal with a bat. <laughs> that's who they're going to talk Kayla's to. Kayla's doing a bet. She's like a farmer and she owns clearly a slaughterhouse, so she has a no. pig hanging upside down. She is Bitch. beating the fuck out of this pig. Yeah, what Let's kind just of set fu- up the picture what? a little bit better. She's a bat farmer? Like, what is she farming? No, but you, all you she's said, try- she's just, is she- she's just beating, she's just beating a, she's just beating an animal in the middle of the field. <laughs> yeah, she's tenderizing a pig with a bat in the middle of yes. a field. But then she, like, cuts, yeah, she's just like, fuck this and she starts screaming at the top of her lungs she's like fuck this bullshit then she takes her knife she stabs it into the stomach of this pig and slices it down and like the guts fall out and they look obviously like fucked up like they're all like you know just not right and she's like would you eat this shit would you eat this shit how do you expect me to eat it or to feed it to people how am i supposed to survive and they're like yeah we just need a phone and she's like oh okay yeah i got one of those <laughs> yeah i know and kim you just confirmed everything I said. No, you just you were just too vague. She was beating a d- animal with the bat. Look, maybe, <laughs> maybe I'm vague. Maybe I'm being vain. I don't fucking know, but I had an issue with that. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's fucked up. But this is what I love. They go in the house, and she's, like, getting the phone. And, of course, they the cliche, they turn and they see, like, a photo, like, framed on the on the counter. And it's the guy they, that just fucking lit on fire. <laughs> And they're Wait, like, we gotta get out of here. That I missed that. <laughs> Caleb, yes. No, dude, I looked away for a second. I must have missed that. Did that happen yeah. like really fast? Um, not like you. No, you should have noticed it. I didn't see the, the picture. I saw. I remember everything else, but I don't remember seeing the picture yep, of the dude. That was his house. So the dude they just lit on fire. That just spewed blood everywhere. Of so course, that, they conveniently ended up at his house. So was that chick like his wife or something? I guess. Oh. No wonder he ended up, like, there was face-melting and shit. This bitch is out here just beating up dead pigs with bats. And honestly, I don't even know for sure that it was a bat, but it was some She was some beating the fuck object. out of this pig. She was like, <laughs> It looked like she was taking a sledgehammer to a wall. Like she was doing yeah. some demolition. Yes. It was like, <laughs> it was like season two of The Punisher, dude. <laughs> It was insane. Exactly. Yeah, she that poor pig. All right, so now the fun part. <laughs> Let's talk about Winston. You you talk, you lead you because this is your boy. This is your guy. <laughs> His face is beautiful. His little mustache 
is beautiful. His the sunglasses. Little, the, the little bike he rides with the bell as a police officer. <laughs> the top top tier. The the helmet. The the little helmet that he wears with the, yep. with the buckle strap. Like the Herbie uh, fully loaded helmet. <laughs> Dude, someone. Oh, I forgot it. Someone on the Horse Soup Live earlier made a really funny Herbie fully loaded joke, and I really? I cried. Why I do I keep cr- doing that today? I keep making connections to, like, your horse. And I, it's, like, not intentional at all, and it's the most random things. I don't know. You weren't even in the live, so I know you didn't steal that. So, like, but yeah. there was a really good Herbie full. <laughs> oh, I wish I remembered it, dude. <laughs> Fuck. I don't remember. I was going to say it right now, but I really can't. I thought it was going to come back to me. It's not. Anyway, this guy. This guy's fully loaded with mustache. He's fully loaded with bells on his bike. And he's like, dude, he pulls up and he's like, hey, so what's going on here? You know, uh, I heard some, there was some loud stuff going on last night. He's like, yeah, so this guy attacked us and like, we kind of attacked him back and like some stuff happened. The guy's like, oh, okay, no worries. You know, we'll get a tow truck out here for you to borrow. We'll figure this all out. And then he looks at the fucking truck. It's filled with blo- on the inside and the outside, broken windows, everything. He's like, oh, you know, no big deal. You know, we'll just move on. It's just, you know, you ever party, dude? I, I like to party all the time. And then he's like, you got some hot girls here? Like, you, you have fun partying, huh? And then fucking Karen walks outside, and then he's just like, hey, what's going on? And Winston's like, everything's fine, ma'am. Just go back inside, have a big 40, and do some partying. <laughs> and I was like, what? I lost my mind when he said, have a big 40. I was like, wait, what other, like, a big, you could just say A40, there aren't, you don't need to, you don't need to get, it's not like a venti at Starbucks, like, a 40 is 40 ounces, that is the size. Well, maybe at their little shack in the boonies, they have special sizes. No. They have something for everybody. If you're saying a 40, you are describing the size. That is the whole definition. Winston was, yeah. Worst cop, but best cop at the same time. He was just trying to get fucked up. Kim, do you want to, like, you know who he is, right? Who? He's Bill Hader in fucking Superbad. Oh, oh, yes. But, okay, but Bill Hader's funnier in Superbad. (laughs) No, but he is... He is literally he is terrible he is cop, Bill like Hader's cop character <laughs> in Superbad, and he is like he is treating Paul like he is McLovin. A thousand. I thought I really thought you thought that was Bill Hader for a second. I was like Caleb. No, I don't mean <laughs> it's actually talk. fucking Bill Hader, but I mean that is Bill fucking yes, Hader. It dude. is McLovin. Come on, sit down, have a drink. We got a two o two. There's so much blood. Anyway, so McLovin, how's it going? <laughs> that's exactly what fucking happened in this. It was so insane. And this You're came out right. before Superbad. Dude. Yeah, I he was they, he was ahead think, of his time. I think they fucking based Bill Hader's character off of Winston. Oh, a lot of movies. We'll get into this at the end, but uh, just about like its impact. But a lot of movies pay homage to uh, Cabin Fever. I feel a like lot, we're going to forget. all genres. You, you should just name a few right now. I feel like we're going to forget. Yeah. Let me pull it. Oh, I just had it pulled up. I know um, they said the new, believe it or not, the new Texas, I guess it shouldn't say believe it or not, the new Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Um, Hold on. There's a Which bunch. Which one? I know. That's why I'm like, I have to pull it up because there's about 15. Yeah. There's so many. I mean, I've seen every single Texas Chainsaw remake. I, I hate them all. Oh, wait. It says many potential financers 
also found the film's content to be unsettling, including not only the gore, but also the use of the word, the N-word, early in the yeah. film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that so... Uh, oh, I had it backwards. He was inspired huh. by Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh. Okay. Well, that's not as fun. The original, yeah. I, um, But where, low budget... I'll find I you, this. I thought you were going to tell me something about, like, someone making a masturbating joke in, like, some movie, <laughs> and it was, like, a shout-out to Eli Ross' Cabot Fever. I was like, okay, cool. Or, like, a gay squirrel, like, a gay squirrel homage where, like, a squirrel actually fucks another male squirrel. I'm dead. I no, I wish that was in here. I wish that was in, like, Wikipedia. I just, like, scrolled, and it was like, oh, also. <laughs> well, that would have been great. Damn it. That would have been great. The okay, Peter so- Jackson thing's funny. Oh my god. That's ridiculous. Dude, it said that Peter Jackson while he was like <laughs> directing Lord of the Rings that he was like that he stopped production 3 different times to to show them Cabin Fever and I'm like I believe one time I do not believe that he stopped it 3 different times on like 3 different days to be like, "Hey, let's watch Cabin Fever." Well, and you know how long the Lord of the Rings movies are. So you know the fact that he had to stop... Like, how long did it take them to fucking film this movie? If he stopped three times to film Lord of the Rings to watch Cabin Fever, that's hilarious. That's that's pretty fucking great, though, honestly. If he actually did, respect. Because that's what I would do as a director. I'd be like, hey, guys seen Cabin Fever? You want to watch it three times? I do. Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) I do. It's hilarious. It would be a great movie to watch on set. Yeah, I'd have fun. I mean, maybe they maybe they did watch it three times. Maybe they had so much fun that everyone was okay with watching it a couple more times. It's a short film, so it goes that quick. It's like an hour, like, I'd say the full runtime is about an hour, like, 24 minutes. Like, it's like, it's like an hour 28, but, like, aside from, like, credits, it's like an hour 24 minutes or, like, 23 minutes of actual movie. Yeah. And it goes by insanely fat i feel like i finished this movie in 10 minutes yeah it goes by fat because you're just like it's just so funny and stupid and slapstick and you're like is this actually always something happening? happening that's what i'm saying you're like is this actually happening like <laughs> and then you're like oh that's the end of the movie <laughs> yeah dude which also even the end is amazing but okay okay so we're like 50 minutes into the movie right now and karen is the only one drinking water from this tainted water supply only one that's what that's what that's my only hold on i'm not my only flaw but that's my only thing that like pissed me off that's my one flaw karen's h2o karen's absurd h2o intake was my only problem with cabin (laughs) fever no but that's the only thing that pissed me off is the fact that does anyone else drink water Right. They wanted to all of a sudden emphasize that water was the reason why this virus, this flesh-eating virus started. It's like, no one fucking drank water this entire movie until now. And it's one person. Yeah, like, if that's the case and you're, like, really focusing on, like, that whole water thing, then, like... Where's the paper trail of water drinking? Where's the paper trail? Shouldn't everyone be infected? Because aren't you all... Do you get... Well, I guess you have that one friend or, like, you know, that's like, oh, I don't like water. Right, but, like, it wasn't even, like, yeah, it just didn't really make a lot of sense because, like, they weren't even, like, in the shower and stuff in the bathtub until, like, after they knew they had the virus. So it's, like, they weren't even in water. Yeah. (gasps) Actually, she does get in the lake early on. Remember when Ryder Strong's, like, trying to hit on her and she, like, kisses him and then jumps in the lake? Does he get in with her? Yeah, but the water wasn't infected at the time because that was before they set the dude on fire. 
is that what we thought that it wasn't infected? Because he clearly got it. So it probably was infected. Because I took it that her pig, the farmer, was infected because the pigs are drinking the water, probably. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that would make sense. But I don't know. I, I think mean, it, we're, we're supposed we're to assume. We're putting a lot of thought into it, but <laughs> yeah, I think we're supposed to assume that the water was not infected until the dude, you know, was dead in the river. But yeah, dead in. See, then that. Yeah, then yeah, it's just stupid. You it's know like, what? what? I I think where did the where did this spawn from though? Like the whole disease. Where do you think it, it started? Never, it's never explained. And he he like will never. He's like that was like so beside the point to me. He's like I just wanted to make a film about like isolation and like. The fear of what would you do if you ha- are attacked by something yeah. that's so visceral, like a virus. Honestly, though, that's fair. I'm I'm kind of fine with that. Um, yeah, because there weren't a lot of movies. Like I'm trying to think of before this, like a lot of like disease movies. Well, just like any horror. zombie movie. No, but like d- right, but like disease horror. Like I feel like zombies a little separate because it's almost like dystopian. You know, kind of yeah. has that element. I, I feel like, like this, this is. This is, like, zombie-adjacent. Yeah, for sure. Right? I mean, he pretty much is a zombie when he comes up to the door. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he looks like a fucking, like, Freddy Krueger remake zombie. Yeah. It's pretty yeah. fucked up. But, yeah, that was, like, his inspiration, which is funny because, like, this movie wasn't scary at all. <laughs> no, no. Not not in the slightest, <laughs> but it is fun. <laughs> but that's what he realized. I guess we'll get into it, but that's what is... I think the most impactful thing about the movie is because he's like, I didn't even realize, well, I I was cognizant of the humor. He's like, but I didn't realize I was making a horror comedy until after it was made. And that's why a lot of people loved and appreciate because they're like, what am I watching? Like, horror comedy was still so new. Like, Scream was like really the only, and Scream is like, still fucking scary like it's not like oh terrifying you know what i mean it's not like you're like huh like there's some slapstick moments but it's not like you're like shitting your pants this was like the first like big blockbuster like pure horror comedy and no one knew what the fuck it meant (laughs) dude i'm gonna say this is like this is way comedy before horror like i uh yeah no i'd give it like i'd give it a 60 40 i'd say comedy gets the 60 yeah i agree this was like the first one to do it you know um, and people were confused by it, but didn't really understand it, but also liked it. Some people thought it was genius. Some people were like, fuck this. <laughs> That's Bro, why it's you, such a polarizing movie. <laughs> you know what I, you know what, what polarized me personally within what? my own brain? Like it was just me against myself. Just what? like wondering why, why, why? Like the Paul, he's trying to get with Karen. He's like talking about like, oh, we've known each other since like first grade or whatnot. Yeah. And, like I got to like, you know, I got to get her like on my good side. And, like we're going to be together and blah, blah, blah. And he's being like the nice guy this whole time. And at one point, Karen like <laughs> invites Paul in bed to cuddle with her. And then like he's she's asleep. And then he wakes up and he's like he decides to finally make his move on her. Like at first he's just like kisses her forehead, and, like rubs her like hair or whatever. I'm like, oh, sweet. And then. He just, like, starts full-on, like, fingering her while she's asleep. And I'm like, wait a second. Like, okay, like, I could, like, see some people doing that. But I'm like, you've been doing this, like, whole nice guy thing this whole time. Like, oh, no, like, I'm really respectful. Like, we got to, like, do this naturally and, like, figure out that we're in love with each other, blah, blah. But I was like, but then you're fingering her while she's asleep right now. Yep. He's like, I got to live up to the Ryder Strong name. I'm going for it. That's, it was definitely out of pocket. Point. It's one. It, it's another Eli Roth moment where he's like, "I want him to pull his hand out. It's covered in blood." Like, 
Dude, yeah, because he pulls his hand. It, it's also a, that scene, like, I knew that it wasn't what I wanted it to be, be. but it was pretty fucking hilarious because, like, he, he's literally just, like, fingering her or something. Or, like, I guess we're supposed to assume that maybe he didn't finger her. He was just near her because of the, you know, the reveal. But, like, he pulls his hand out, and it's just filled with, like, fucking chunky, gross blood. And you're like, at, you know, like, if you think about it in one way, you're like, okay, so she's on her period. But, like, obviously, <laughs> you already know that the bitch is, like, infected because she's been, like, drinking the water. And we've had zoom-ins on the water the whole time. And then mm-hmm. he fucking, like, goes to wash his hand. I don't I want to know what he was thinking. At the, it'd be funny if he was like, ugh, period blood. It's another <laughs> It's another stepbrother's thing where, like, he looks, he's like, looks at his pants, and he's like, why do you, what do you mean it was blood? Why, why would there be blood on my pants? Like, oh, super bad. Yeah, why is blood on my pants? I actually have that on my wall. I oh, really? Bad, yeah, I have the, uh, like, wall print of the, like, pants, like, the pant plaid with, like, the red stain. Are you serious? That's <laughs> yeah, fucking awesome. Yeah, super bad, yeah. You gotta show me that when we're done. Yeah, I will. It's only one of my favorite movies. <laughs> Dude, super bad is easily one of my favorite movies of all time it's so I funny truly, like, it's, i truly I think, think i could be a stand-in i think i know almost every line honestly like same like it's, it's a great uh, movie a, like Brig it gets mad funnier at me. when you watch it it does it gets it like really so much does. funnier i i woke up it gets at, better like, and better dude i woke up at like at like three or literally i woke up at three thirty-three in the morning like two weeks ago or something and then i could not fall back asleep and i like was just feeling like I was just like what the fuck like what am I gonna and I was like you know what I'm gonna watch super bad and I thought I was like maybe I'll like Every fall asleep watching movie. super bad or something but it's like dude I literally just sat up like and it's it was the best time to watch it too because at 3 33 like a.m. like 4 a.m. no one's texting me or anything right like, I have, no one's on social media so I have no re- reason to be on my phone so I'm just sitting there watching super bad and I'm like yeah no this is still one of the greatest movies of all fucking time yeah it's easily top three for me um just a great movie Dude, I mean, Brie gets mad at me all the time for not being able to quote like everything and like, like, and I don't, I don't mean like I just can't like, uh, like literally quote everything in Step Brothers and like Nacho Libre and stuff like that. Yeah. And I'm like, I can quote a lot of things in there, but not everything. But it's like super bad, dude. I literally like, I was just having a conversation about super bad like with someone like a month or two ago or like four people, and we literally sat there and we probably quoted every single thing in the movie and we're just dying laughing just talking about the quotes to it like it's so funny super bad stepbrothers yeah you know what yeah, was really good very too? very quotable and they get funnier what? i don't know if people like this one as much but i thought role models was fucking funny too okay role models is really I, it's really interesting to say that because role models everyone that i know like loves role models like I hated role models, and I love Paul Rudd. Dude, the and whispering I, eye. And I, yes, and I tried. To, so I watched it in theaters when That's, it came out. Dude, it's 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 McLovin but LARPing. I know, I know, but I didn't like. I like I and I tried to give it a chance like a year ago, and I still hated it. And I was like, wow, I just really don't like this movie. I I will say I haven't watched Role Models in at least like maybe like seven years. I thought for sure I was going to love it because I, when I saw it, I was in like middle school. So I was like, I just huh. probably didn't get the humor. But I also saw Super Bad when I was in middle school. But so I tried to watch it like last year and I was like, yeah, I still don't think this is funny. And I love well, Paul Rudd. Here's the thing. Well, here's the thing, though. Like when you make that comparison, like from from fucking role models to Super Bad, it's like, would, oh, I watched it in middle school. Maybe I didn't get it. Super Bad is objectively funny no matter what age you are. Age I think you even, are, yeah. even if you don't get the jokes completely or anything, like that movie is 
100% the funniest fucking thing it's in so the world. It's so funny. You know what movie I also love that I really didn't think was going to hold up after a couple years? Pineapple Express is still fucking hilarious. Pineapple Express, Bree, that's another movie that Brie gets mad at me for not being able to quote every single another line movie I could. I was just saying, another movie I could, pretty much anything with Seth Rogen or Jonah Hill... Or well, Will Ferrell, yeah, I can. I was gonna say Or Will Ferrell, <laughs> Will like Ferrell, dude, like yeah. fucking Talladega Nights. See, I don't. I mean, Talladega Nights is like funny, but it's not like I don't jizz in my pants over Talladega Nights. Okay, but what about Ricky Bobby? Ricky Bobby's funny, but <laughs> Talladega Nights still doesn't make me jizz in my pants. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Well, we just went on a just... really big tangent. That's fine, dude. <laughs> that's, that's 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 all good. So, if you guys are really mad about a fucking tangent like that <laughs> fuck fuck you yeah fuck, fuck you, you. so anyway fuck you this bitch she's like she's zombie leg now yeah she has now the she's fucking, all of a sudden dying yeah she has the melty leg she's like she wakes up she's like oh, oh, i feel <laughs> sick and then bert runs over and he just freaks out and he's like oh fuck you bitch and then close the door <laughs> like he goes so hostile so fast so fast but i kind of don't blame him like there's times where that's I'm like, the one time i don't blame idiot him. but then i'm like you know what when it comes time to shut the door in people's face he's right <laughs> but he also didn't have to call her a bitch in this moment he didn't he definitely didn't have to call her a bitch <laughs> that Shutting was definitely door, unnecessary i agree with the hostility i don't agree with well i agree with the hostility just not the not, not the comment and only like i don't obviously i i've been calling i literally just said this bitch is like a zombie like two seconds ago but just the fact that this guy is such a fucking prick yeah he's, I'm a, not he's okay a prick. with it huge prick yeah so he slams the door and then they all freak out well and then they realize that she can't stay in the house so they just toss her they lock her in some shed in the wilderness <laughs> yeah they're like yeah they're like a dog they even fucking feed her uh yeah, at one point Marcy comes over and she like opens the bomb door and she's like, "Here's some food." <laughs> yeah, they keep her in the shed. My thing is like, leave you guys like go try to get help. Like I feel like they waited too long to try to realize we're gonna go get help. Well, clearly Winston is not helping you. <laughs> well, to be yeah, Winston did say he was gonna send a tow truck, but and then he didn't. I mean, so to, I guess in their defense. Which it gets thrown out of the window later. But at this point in the movie, I was okay with it because I was like, yeah, how are you going to get help? I'm not getting that fucking truck. No, but I would just start walking. I'd be like, three of us, we're going to, there's, there's got to be sheds or cabins nearby. People. I don't know, man. So far, they've ran into Eli Roth with a chin, <laughs> with a chin thing and some weed and a dog. That's, that's what trying I was to alluding the to. Maybe movie. they're going to find and you. Then, and then some dude that's melting, and then some Santa Claus that drops N-bombs. So, I mean, like, I don't think you're going to find anything that good out there by walking. That's very true. Everything they've walked into so far has been a fucking nightmare. That's so true. Santa Claus with some N-bombs. Yeah, dude, it's insane. Like, oh, that fuck, is hilarious. So- so pretty much some time just passes, and then Karen's basically a fucking sludge monster. Like, she has, like, this fucking, like, little, like, wounds all over her. And yeah. then that's when, and then also, like, she's starting to get progressively worse, and that's when they decide, oh, let's just start touching her all over. And I was like, wait, why are you touching her when she's getting worse? It makes no sense. It just pisses me off. And then Bert starts turning into a blood demon, but he chooses yeah. not to tell anyone. He's just being really aggressive and, like, defensive. 
We all saw that coming. It's always I, the I, douchebag that gets it and tries to pretend like it's not happening. Yeah, like, what do you mean? What do you mean? I look like shit. You look like bigger shit. You ever seen your haircut? Like, he just starts attacking them for, like, just actual, like, personal, like, hygiene choices and, like, just how they look. And it's like, but you're actually infected. My thing is, like, why was Bert even on this trip? Like, he's clearly a fifth wheel and a dick. Wait, Bree. I mean, not Bree. Sorry. <laughs> I feel I, I was about to say something, like... In regards to Brie, because she's been Ronad before. <laughs> like, Oh, yeah, she has. That's like... It's <laughs> totally like a Rona thing, dude. Like, as someone who's like... Uh, and I'm not talking about Brie. This is probably going to sound like, since I said something about Brie, that I'm going to say, like... This, I'm not saying Brie is a Corona denier. I was just thinking of Brona get Brie... Brona? Of Brie getting Rona, <laughs> and it made me laugh. <laughs> dude, I'm going to start calling her Brona. Brona! <laughs> Dude, her nickname used to be Brona. She's definitely Brona now. Her nickname used to be Brona? Hold on, I need... Yeah, dude, so I'll tell that story while I text her and let her know that her new name is Brona. I'm sending that to the group chat. But yeah, back in the day, like, um, her name was Brona. And now, she's Brona. It was B-R-A-W-N-A. That's what everyone called her. It was Brona. That was just I her thing. I love that. Brona! <laughs> yeah, now Brona, she's fucking... Brona, we miss ya. <laughs> we miss you, Brona. So anyway, it's like it's like COVID deniers that like you know they keep denying COVID and denying COVID, and then they get COVID, and then they just like get defensive toward everyone else. They're like, "Hey, fuck you!" Like yeah. that's what Bert was doing. A million percent, a, a million and one percent. I think that's what Eli was trying to like play on is like that trope of what people do when they oh, like. Oh, Eli predicted coronavirus. That's where I'm. Sh- that's what I was trying to say. Okay. Mm. He was just way ahead of his time. Now I get it. That makes sense. He knew this was coming. But yeah, of course, Bert freaks out. And then he yeah. goes ape shit. He goes fucking crazy. And then Jeff just decides he's over everything. So he literally <laughs> just grabs a six pack of beer and he says, fuck you guys. I'm out and just walks off into the forest, which, which at first I was really going to shit on. But then I was like, wait a second. That's exactly what I would do in this situation. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, everyone's trying to stay in this cabin. I'm like, clearly this... This is not working. Fuck Dude. you guys. Wait, and then uh, what's the Marcy? Marcy's like, she looks at Ryder Strong and she's like, they're both in the cabin. Like, what are we going to It's so like, funny. When the world's ending, you know, you ever just, the, she, what does she say? She's like, the, one, the only thing you want to do is just grab the first person you see and fuck the shit out of them. And then yes. they just fuck. And then they just start fucking. And you're like, oh, okay. It was like, wait, Paul, weren't you? Aren't you like <laughs> trying to? Aren't you like grieving over the love of your life right. dying, dying in a fucking in the cabin outside? <laughs> right. But also, so this is where you get titties. But Kim, also respect. Yeah. Hashtag respect. I didn't. Like, I wasn't against it. I thought it was pretty funny. I was like, you know what? Bravo to them. I'd probably also, do it myself. Yeah, dude, like, if you, you literally see people, like, flesh-eating, like, viruses and shit, these bitches are melting out here. It's like, you know what? We already know we're both gonna melt. Let's just fuck. Yeah. Like, let's just... I agree. Wh- why not? I don't see why I agree. not. But, you know, wait. After they fuck, though, Paul walks she... into the bathroom and he pours Listerine on his dick. Oh, yeah, he does. <laughs> and then she's like, I'm gonna get in the bathtub and start shaving my legs. Oh, my God. No, Kim, <laughs> Kim, Kim, Kim. Marcy shaving her fucking Freddy Krueger leg was easily one of the most stressful things I have ever really? witnessed in my life. 
I was like, this is so predictable. I was like, why is she? She, she knows that it's going to come off. She knows her skin is going to come off. Like, why is a lot is happening right now and you are trying to shave your legs? Bitch, why are you even worried about your yeah, leg bitch, hair at you're the dying. moment? Yeah, you, like, already, you already said out loud, hey, I'm going to die. So let's just fuck. Why are you shaving your legs? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, it doesn't make any sense. It was just, it was all for show. I think Eli Roth wanted to physically show the gore, gore porn, of her shaving and then her skin peeling off. Oh, my God. That fucked with you? Yes. When she had that shaving cream on her leg and I could just see. You watched so much gore. Dude, no. It's just, like, it's not that it, like. The sound, Yeah, it grossed me. No, it's just just knowing that she knew what was on her leg and she is shaving shaving against the grain, (laughs) against the fucking open sores on your leg. I was like, I was shaking. I was like, dude, I was so fucking triggered. And it wasn't in like, oh, I can't watch this. It was in like, why the fuck am I? Why are you doing this? It stressed me out. No idea. This is where nothing makes sense. It stressed me, and then really, she, I guess nothing has made sense at all. But this is where it's really like, what, guys, what? Well, and then she just gets torn to bits by a dog right after that, and I was like, you know what? Thank you. You deserve that after that fucking bullshit you just pulled, shaving your fucking legs. Yeah. Well, this is Eli Ross' dog, so we're like, oh, he's clearly dead. <laughs> I actually wasn't thinking that because his dog was just running amok the whole movie, and I was just like, I don't know, man. Maybe he just just got out. But he wasn't. Maybe. <laughs> maybe i don't know man uh but you know let's go that that did happen but right before that happened is when bert heads over to the little rinky dinky shop oh oh that is before oh this is the you guys this is the best part of the entire film oh you mean you mean little little mullet going cobra kai on bert's bitch ass no 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 caleb don't even just I just want you to set up what Bert does as uh-huh. he approaches it, and I'm just going to act out Mullet Boy. Okay, so I'm Bert. Uh, yada, 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 walking down the street. Uh, hey, guys, I've, uh, my friends are sick. I'm, I'm very sick. Uh, can, can you help me? And then I'm a little boy with a blonde mullet and denim standing out to the shop, and I turn, and I look at you. And then I just start jumping in the air and doing taekwondo. In slow-mo. In slow-mo. And yelling, pancakes! 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 And then I just bite the fuck out of your hand. Which, I know, like, what does pancakes mean? But wait, no Kim, one will ever know this. It it gets even more insane though, because she bites the fuck out of Bert's hand. And he starts bleeding, and then the dad comes out and he goes, "What did you do to my boy?" Do I'm I- like, "Bitch, wait, what? You what did your boy do to me?" And then he goes, "Look, bro, you get sick. That's your problem." And I was, and I was like, "Oh, so coronavirus again?" And he was like, this shit he was, like, was hilarious. That's your problem. He's you like, get but my you get boy my sick, boy sick. That's, that becomes my problem. And then if I get sick, that's my problem times two. And I was like, what is happening? I know. I'm like, well, then maybe your boy should be biting the fuck out of people. Dude, and then they tell Bert to leave. And then they just hop in their <laughs> truck and they follow him. And they're like, let's go fucking kill him. And I was like, what? <laughs> out of the shack and they're like let's go kill those kids in the cabin they're trying to fucking ruin our city 
blue all because his boy bit bit him and i'm like what the fuck is happening you guys, the f- I saw this movie my freshman year of college for the first oh, time. Oh, I wish. And I was with friends, and when this boy... So I bought... I got this movie from Plato's, I, like Plato's Closet, like one of the exchange clothes for money stores. I okay. did like... And it was like in a $2 bin, so I did the rent tone. So it was used. It was like a gently used DVD. I shit you not, when this scene happened, we ran it back multiple times because we didn't believe that we actually just saw some little boy doing martial arts yelling pancakes and then i was truly convinced that this was a bootlegged version of the movie (laughs) and we googled it and we were like no this is real this was intentional those are my favorite moments when you're like you're watching something in a movie or like you get like you know maybe you're watching it online or like you got like some cut or something or like some dvd and you're like you got off of eBay or something, and then you start watching it, and then you see some shit, and you're like, wait, is this actually part of the movie? <laughs> when it when it turns out to actually be part of the movie, those are, like, my most triumphant moments in life where I'm like, you did that, bitch. Like, you did that, period. Eli Roth, you did that. Period. Caleb, do you want to give the ex- – do you want to give Eli's verbal explanation as to why he had this in the movie? Well, apparently he just saw this random kid doing karate moves on the set of the movie, and he was like, you, kid, you're going straight to the fucking top. Do that in slow-mo. And and yell pancakes. And that's it. That's the only reason why this is in here. There's no further explanation. There's nothing else. That's it. And I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it as well. I have no issue with it. (laughs) It just, it takes you aback. Because out of all the other out-of-pocketness... You're just definitely not expecting that to happen. No, because it's also a kid that's just sitting there. He all he's all he's done so far is bite someone. I expected him to just get up and bite him. I did not expect the pancakes and the slow mo karate. Oh, a thousand percent. And that's why I said it's great because the dad, his like his commentary is even funnier. To your point, he's like. You get sick, that's one thing. You get my boy sick, now we're going to fucking kill your ass. Dude, like, it was funny when he kept going, but, like, just when he uttered that line, like, you get sick, that's your problem. And he emphasized the your. I honestly, like, there were tears coming out of my eyes. That's so fucking funny, dude. You get sick, that's your problem. (laughs) You guys, that's been, like, the... If there's one line that describes 2020 and 2021, that's it. <laughs> it's that right there. That's America's. That's America's point of view regarding the coronavirus. Dude, it's like it's like that like picture of Uncle Sam like pointing, but it's like you yes. get sick. That's your problem. <laughs> you get my boy sick. <laughs> I'm mm. crying. Oh, yeah. dude. That is the it's most so iconic scene of the movie. It's um, so funny. You know what was really cool, too, though? Like, it wasn't even, like, it was kind of funny, but also just very real. Like, another point where I'm like, yeah, you do that shit, bitch. Like, because Marcy gets destroyed by the dog, and then Paul walks up, and he sees that, like, he literally sees her severed foot and shit, and just entrails everywhere. And I'm like, dude, that dog literally destroyed her. Oh, that dog like, fucked her up. When like it was at the door, I was like, he's going to decapitate her. 
yeah, dude, he's in pieces. And then he see Paul sees that like the half door is kind of open, like the little one of the doors for fucking Karen. And he goes in. He literally just sees the dog fucking just chewing on like Karen's mm-hmm. side. So I'm like, okay, so that bitch is dead too. But then he walks in. He looks at her, dude. The dog ate her lips off. Or I don't know if the dog ate her lips off or if they no. melted off. No, I think he right? ate them. I took it as the dog ate it as well. I think, but then again, her face did look like very, it didn't look like torn apart. Actually, I think her face might have melted. I think the dog just ate like part of her side. I think that's like what, like the flesh eating virus. I think it ate, it like ate, yeah, just ate, ate everything off. Cause like she has that thing and I've seen it in a couple movies before and I always really when lips are gone and you just see like bare the teeth, teeth it's yeah. a really cool looking kind of image, you know, yeah. like I like it. It is. If they do it well, yeah. I like it. <laughs> but you know what was awesome? Paul looks at her, and, like, she's still alive at this point. Like, you could see that she's still breathing, and he just looks at her, and he grabs a shovel. And right when he grabbed that shovel, I was like, yes. Good fucking... Di- Take that bitch the fuck... Chop her into fucking pieces. Put her out of her misery. <laughs> yeah. and But you know what, dude? I thought he was going to grab the shovel, and he was just going to, like, go straight for the head. No. He bashes her like fifteen times in the face with it. I was like, "Wait, you could have just fucking like just taken." He's the had head enough. He told them swoop. when he left. He was like, "Fuck you guys." <laughs> no, that was Jeff. Paul was the one that was in love oh, with her. Oh yes, yes. How long has it been since you watched this movie, Kim? No, I literally watched it three days ago. I'm just <laughs> thinking the whole time that it's the blonde guy. No, dude, he's still it gone. Writer drunk shrug. in the forest. <laughs> it is. He's a dick. It doesn't make any sense because his character, after he fingers her, he completely just takes a different person. He's a different person. And I think I think it was intentional, right? Like when he was by the lake and he saw the dead guy, like you could tell like, okay, he kind of has some character flaws, but yeah, it wasn't. I feel like they were trying to play on like the conflicted good guy, but it wasn't. It wasn't it done didn't, very well. It didn't feel conflicted. It just conflicted. felt like it just felt like he was a really good, nice guy. Like even when the fucking like first melty guy came in, he was like, "Wait, shouldn't we like give him a blanket or something?" Like he's literally that kind of guy. Like give you a blanket kind of guy, and then he turns into, "I'm fingering you while you sleep. I'm like fucking some other girl, kind of. and then I fucking bash you in the face with a shovel instead of just chopping your head off." I mean, it wouldn't be Eli Roth if he just put her out of her misery. No, it wouldn't be, but it was it was fucking awesome. I was like, you know what? As you should, Paul. As you as should. you should. <laughs> He's over it. He's over it all. And then and then Bert he gets back over to the cabin, and then like Paul's like, hey, how's it going, dude? He's like, these guys beat the shit out of me. Like they're they're coming after him. So he <laughs> he sits in a chair, and then he waits for them to show up. And they show up. They open the door, and he's like. Hehe, <laughs> got you now. And then he doesn't even shoot. He just gets shot. So I'm like, oh, you you had like a badass line, and then just got shot and killed. That's it. And then we get four kills in immediate succession like, of each other. I was gonna say it's like they waste no time. Once again, I think Eli Roth was just like, we got ten dollars left in the budget. We got to make this movie end. <laughs> Dude, it was awesome because like, okay, Bert's in the chair. He gets shot. And then Paul comes around the corner, he shoots this old fucking skinny guy who actually... Dude, you know who that old fucking skinny guy looked like? Who? The creep, the weird-looking dude in the Sharp Candy episode. <laughs> With the long face. Yes! He looked just like him. 
He did. Maybe it, it was, was him. Maybe that was, was his first weird. role. No, it wasn't. <laughs> he looked fucking weird, though. And then he gets shot, and then while he's getting shot, he accidentally shoots another guy, and then fu- fucking Paul comes up and just stabs a guy in the neck, and then the guy start- and another guy starts crawling away. He's not dead yet, and then Paul just comes up and fucks him up, and I was like... What the right, fuck, you're like, dude? wow, like, Paul's actually a psychopath. <laughs> dude, they all happen so fast. So fast. Yeah, and then you start to, the whole thing happens where you're like, was this guy a dick this whole time? <laughs> I can't, I have to think yes. I think, I think he was. He was a fucking weirdo, dude. I don't know why also he was so up Karen's ass. She was like boring, but another story, I guess. I don't know, man. Everyone loves the average blonde white girls in 2002. Ugh, you know, I'd sure do. I think it was because she was a little edgy. You think she was edgy? Well, Her? like edgy <laughs> in the terms of the movie, because like, you know, like yeah. every time like Paul's trying to get with her, she's like, oh, look at this guy with the weed. He's so cool. And then she's like, remember yeah. that one time that I had like this cool sex and like orgasms and stuff? Like she's just always like talking like she's she just like, like a try hard. Yeah. Like she was uh, doing yeah. all this stuff. Very try hardy, you know, like very like she seems like the cool it girl. But then when you like sit back and you think about it, you're like. Actually, she's kind of fucking annoying. Yeah, annoying as fuck. That's why I didn't really didn't feel bad for her when she was in the bar, and I was like, honestly, I kind of wish she would just go away. <laughs> yeah, I think I I, I kind of like Marcy more. Oh yeah, Marcy. I mean, like I said, my mindset would be kind of where Marcy was at. I'd be like, do you want to fuck? <laughs> I wouldn't yeah. shave my legs though. That was pretty stupid. <laughs> that you know what? Never mind. Actually, now that you just yeah. reminded me of that, <laughs> fuck Marcy. I like Karen way more. I feel like I have aspects of all of them because there's moments where Bert's like, you know what? No, close the door. Don't let them in. But then every other part of Bert's like, dude. Yeah. I think I could relate to every character at one point in this movie. And then Jeff's like, fuck you guys. I'm out. (laughs) And I'm like, I feel that. (laughs) Yeah. And speaking of Jeff, this is when Paul discovers Chinbeard's body, Eli Roth's body, like just in some random cave. (laughs) And I think thought it was jeff's body in there too like it looked like there was something Mm -hmm. else and i couldn't really tell what it was i was like is that jeff too but it turns out jeff just passed out in a bush somewhere yeah like drunk as shit jeff actually not poor jeff good for jeff good for jeff at this point that's all you can do you're gonna die anyways might as well get fucked up and have sex that's a that's a very good point but jeff wasn't having he wasn't even having sex anymore he wasn't fucking paul was fucking his, girl his girlfriend was, yeah i was gonna say his girl was fucking paul <laughs> so anyway paul's like fuck this shit bro i'm out and then he drives out and then he he gets in the truck <laughs> yes. drives away and then dude he hits this deer and i don't first of all you're you're telling me that how fast he hit that deer that that deer didn't fly through the windshield and kill him that is a very good point. I thought you were going to say something else. Because I'm, oh. I'm from the sticks. I thought you were going to say its legs because its legs were, like, kicking. Yeah, and I do have one other thing to say, though. First of all, I think the deer should have flew through the windshield and killed him because have you ever seen, like, have you ever seen real pictures of, like, or, like, videos or anything of people that hit deers? Oh, oh I know, oh, I know, like, hundreds of people have hit a deer. It happens, like, once every, once every day back home. Yeah, but like it, the no, windshield it, it shit, like be, yeah, yeah, like, it'll fuck I've, up your dude. I've seen like there was I've seen a lot of them, but there's this one image that will never leave my mind. It's like this deer that went straight through these people's windshield, like it, and, and it's, 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 it's entire body. 
guts well not only that it killed both of the people like in there because it fucking they're so heavy they're so big and when you're hitting it with that much force it's literally just this heavy ass like fucking like over a ton like like uh, how how much do deers weigh? They weigh like what? Like fifteen hundred, two thousand. It depends pounds, on the maybe? size. Like, and it depends on how fast you're going. Like I said, I know a lot of people hit a deer. They can't. I mean, you can die. Like there's been a lot of people that yeah. have, that have definitely died. And dude, um, when they when they go, like I've seen one where like it literally like they will explode inside explode. of your car. Like, I, I've it looks seen like, those photos. It's disgusting. It looks like literally someone set the off guy. a deer bomb. No, it, it, inside. it looks it, like, like the, the guy like was the in the car. Yeah. <laughs> It looks like the fucking guy in the car, dude. Yeah. Um, my uh, my friend in high school hit a deer on his way to high school. Because we drive on the lake. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, its legs were, like, still kicking <laughs> oh. in, the win- in the window. Isn't that creepy? Well, and then that's what's happening right here. And my next problem with the deer thing is that he reaches for his rifle and he shoots the deer and it flies out of the windshield. Like as if right, like, if you did. shoot something, it's just gonna, it's gonna move out of the, like, dude, what? No, it was stuck. It was definitely Shooting not it, realistic. Isn't make it it was fly. Like, what? Also like he didn't have to, like he really didn't have to shoot the deer. Mm, I, I get the, I get like shooting it to put it out of, out of its misery, but, but he, he did, it, did it to in, get in, out. Yeah, he did it to get out, and that's it's the like problem. It's like you could have just gotten out. <laughs> you could. He ditched the car, right? Like I thought he was trying to like ravage the truck, but he just he just got out and left. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, I didn't understand the shooting the deer thing. No, it's like, hmm. I didn't get it. so. Paul just goes off walking, and he finds Officer Winston hanging out with a bunch of what I thought were hippies, but it turns out they're um, underage kids. Yeah, and then, literally. And then Winston, <laughs> yeah, because Winston literally gets a call from another officer, and they're like, yeah, he's like, yeah, yeah, uh, man, I'm just looking for that underage drinking party still while he's sitting there drinking with the underages. With the underagers. And he, the person on the, he has like, oh, it's just over the radio. And the guy's like, yep. do not get, he's like, do not get near those kids. He's like, they're bad fuck news if you see them you capture them they're all sick no he didn't say capture he says if you see them feel free to just shoot them and kill them <laughs> that is what the officer says to winston i'm dead and while while jeff's listening to this and everyone's listening to this they're all just staring at him and winston's like okay yeah and then they're all literally telling winston they're like dude did you we all heard that radio shoot him and he's like shit i left my gun in the car you guys, worst slash best cop ever. I love this fucking guy. He's my spirit animal. Like, honestly, honestly, here's the thing. With all the shitty cops we have in the world, give me more cops like Winston that do nothing. Because maybe that's what we need. Okay, but in Winston's defense, he also looked like he was an underage teenager. <laughs> like, Winston when he came on screen, I was like, he's not a cop. He looked 12 years I Okay, Kim, when I first saw... I thought the... I thought that later... Like, because of how shitty of a cop he was and whatnot, and the fact that he's literally just riding a bike with a bell on it and wearing a helmet, I thought they were going to reveal later in the movie that he wasn't a cop. Like, I was I was baffled that it turns out that he literally he was, was a police officer. He was not even A, like, he was the, like, he yeah. was the only one on patrol. <laughs> yes, like, the only one in that little, like, well, it's not even a town, it's just, like, a forest. I don't know what it is. It's like, like a Passover. That's all I could categorize it as. Dude, that was easily, like, the biggest twist of this movie. The fact that he was a officer of the law. Winston. Fucking hilarious. 
that blew my feel free to mind, shoot them <laughs> just feel free to kill it was even feel free to kill them it was like definitely kill them if you see them and you know the best part is the reason why the the sheriff whoever told him that is because that local family probably called the sheriff and was like someone bit my boy <laughs> but also did they because they, they had got to in, have. No, they got in the truck and instantly started following Bert, I though. know, but they had to have. I guess they don't have cell phones, actually. And also, they just left the kid. What happens to the kid? Nothing. We never know. Karate Kid's gone. Nothing's revisited. No. And well, he also, clearly gets sick, so he probably just died. You know what I really don't get to, though? Because, like, okay, well, real quick, I just want to mention that um, Paul knocks out Winston and that cuz like Paul cuz Winston gets picks he's like you fucked up the party man and then Paul <laughs> knocks him out and then he just like he also just pukes some blood all over some dude's face for no reason and then like, right. like one dude try, one of the hippies tries to hit Paul with a guitar and then misses and hits his friend which is pretty fucking funny and then Paul wakes up in a hospital bed after sal- hallucinating some Easter bunny which the, he literally is just going by a room and then he just sees a giant Easter bunny costume dude standing there and I was like, like performing performing like surgery on someone I thought it was just standing. Was he performing surgery? I think I, it, it had so like fast. the tools in its hand, and then it stopped and like turned. You're, you and he are was right. like, it he was like on that. the stretcher, and he like was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> and I, the first thing I said to Kim when we like started talking after this, I was like, "Okay, I love this." But what the fuck was that Easter buddy? And Kim told me that it was supposed to be an homage to The Shining. And I was like, wait, are you talking about like that fucking bear in The Shining? And she was like, yeah, yeah, that. And I'm like, okay. Well, that's Once fine. again, makes no sense. Eli Roth just wanted to do it. Makes no sense. Perfectly fine with it. Perfectly fine. Uh, yeah, that was another scene where when we first watched it, we were like, this is a bootleg movie. Like... <laughs> It makes no what? sense. What? Easter Bunny? <laughs> it just it it. But I I was at the point in the movie where I was like, the of course I mean, this yeah. is part of the movie. Yeah, at that point you're just like, where? What's this ending possibly going to be like? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So Jeff he wakes up from his drunken bush nap, and then he returns to the cabin, not only to find an insane amount of blood and lose body parts anywhere, which. That that's my biggest issue. Okay, Kim. Like back to what this is. What I wanted to talk about right now. Like right right, right before now. I said real quick, let's mention this. This is what I want to mention. So they definitely did not call the cops back at that store because they started chasing him immediately with a rifle. But my mm-hmm. question is, so the cops know like they were able to call Winston and say, "Hey, some shit went down in the cabin. There's people murdered and whatnot." But then the next morning, Jeff wakes up and goes to the cabin. And there's still like some bodies and shit laying around, and I'm like, wait, so you tell the cops knew about this, and so that means they well, were there at some point. And yeah, they I don't think they give a fuck. Bodies there, Caleb. You're acting like they're a full fledged police department. Do you know who Winston is? <laughs> but, but bitch, hold on, Kim. Kim, hold the fuck up. I don't up. think they care. Kim, hold the fuck up. Because then Jeff walks around, and he walks outside, and he's like, I made it. I fucking then, made it. And, and then, then like, capped. nine cops just pull up out of the fucking trenches and just shoot him to death. I think this is, like, probably happens once a year, and the, this is, like, the cops free for all. They so just get to t- cap a bunch of kids. <laughs> so they were just staking out this shit in the trenches waiting for some random guy to pull up so they could shoot him to death while leaving all these dead bodies there? They had to have. 
blew my mind. Jeff, yeah, that was hilarious. I made it. I fucking made it. And also, why was he so happy about making it? Like, bro, your girlfriend's dead. All your friends are dead. And you don't have a truck. You can't leave this place. There's still infected things going on. Bitch, you didn't make it. You're alone. But it's also stupid that they made it seem like he had a chance of making it. Like, how did he not get sick? That's what I'm saying. He just didn't drink water. Yeah, I don't even... I just still didn't see the others drink the water, but yeah. Whatever. I... I didn't eat, but he was the only one that didn't touch Karen. That's true. He was that like, is very fuck true. At, fuck out of here, Miss. Miss. Fuck out of here. Yeah, he was too busy getting pegged by uh, Marcy. Yeah, yeah, and you know, it goes to show you if you're a white, blonde, straight man and you get pegged, you're gonna survive. You're gonna survive. You're, you're gonna, gonna survive, survive a cabin fever. I think that's the moral of the story. That is literally the movie. Oh, there's. Wait, <laughs> do you want to no, give the no, ending? Kim, I I have two more things to say. <laughs> I was just saying, I know what you're. Two, gonna... One of them is mildly important. One of them is insanely <laughs> important. So the mildly important thing is that the kids are gathering water for their lemonade stand, and then some cops buy some lemonade, and then we see everyone in the town gathering to buy some lemonade, and then some giant truck driving off that says fresh spring water. So basically everyone's dead. That's the yeah. that's the smaller thing that happens. I know, in the I end. know what you're gonna say next. <laughs> Dude, I I told you I was stressed out with the leg shaving earlier. I have never been, like uh, dude uh, this this one minute like interaction right this one minute thing that happened right here was more stressful than the entire movie of parasite like oh come on no yes i was fucking shaking like i was i was scared what happens is this shit gets real bad because you have not seen any person of color in this entire movie it's only white people and then you see santa claus caring for these lemonade stand kids at some point because everyone else is dead so santa claus is the only one left and then some fucking some like r&b music starts playing and then three (laughs) black people just start walking up and you see santa claus look at them and he immediately just turns around. His eyes get all big. And he walks in the store. And I'm like, oh, my fucking God. No. I was like, no. 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 Stop. No. 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 This is not how this fucking movie is ending. No. And then and he walks again. in. He grabs the rifle. And I'm like, no. 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 And, these, dude, these three black people, they're walking in, and they have, like, these faces on, like, they have no idea what's about to happen. I'm like, no. And then he just hands the rifle to them. He's like, sup, my N-words? It's all polished and ready for you. And they do, like, fucking knuckles, like a handshake. And they're like, hey, yeah, dude, my white boy. And I'm like, what? 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 Absolutely hysterical. That was like I I I went from being so stressed to so relieved, but also stressed at the same time. I was like, "Oh my god!" But it was easily one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Like the fact that they set up this racist ass Santa Claus in the beginning, 
And then, like, and you're just like, oh, my God. And then they bring it back in the end, and you're like, oh, my God, he is going to kill these people. He is going <laughs> to kill these people, this racist son of a bitch. And then you find out that he actually has the N-word pass. Right. <laughs> Biggest twist I've ever seen in anything in my right. life. Right. It's hysterical. Blew me the fuck away. And you're like, oh, Santa Claus is, he's cool. <laughs> oh my God. And you know, in he the still beginning. still shouldn't have said what he said, but he's cool. <laughs> no, but here's the thing though. Like, okay. Like he did like, he said the N word to these people and they were okay with it. And like, did a handshake with him and everything. So you're like, okay. So I guess they gave him the N word pass. But in the end, like when he's like greeting them, he's like, hey, yeah, here's your rifle. Like, sup my N words. He does it with an AS. <laughs> but in the beginning, when yeah, he first he talks about it, it, he does ER. it with the ER. So I'm like, I don't. That, right. Like, alarming setup. Like, and I'm, and that also makes me, setup. I'm like, why are you saying it with the ER? not around them and then when they're around you're doing right. it with the a like right. you're still kind of sketchy bro <laughs> santa you're still a sketchy santa claus here's the thing they gave him the n-word pass with the a not with the er because he obviously didn't want to say it in front of them listen there is no er n-word pass <laughs> no, no one has it, that pass. Well, yeah well kim that's the thing like it goes without saying no one gets the like even if you get the pass as a white person you don't get it with the ER, so he he must have known that because he was saying it with the ER when he wasn't around them. So funny. I love that Eli Roth ended it with that. Like, the most out-of-pocket shit. Once again, he's just out-of-pocket. He's like, now we're going to have that old-ass Santa Claus actually be friends with a bunch of black people at the end. It's like, what? <laughs> that was insane, dude. Like, fucking insane. And it actually, like... Okay, I'm just going to say this real quick. Nine kills, solid amount of kills. There was two different breasts. I'm answering for both of us. Yes, we would recommend <laughs> this. I rated this five stars. I already saw Kim's letterbox. She rated it two stars, which two. is not fair whatsoever. Um, okay, uh, yeah, so what I want to get to stars. is the end of this movie changed my fuck, Mary kill because I was literally typing my fuck, Mary kill, and I was doing karen mm. with the no lip thing going on and i was gonna i literally wrote racist santa claus and then i was like <laughs> wait i guess i have to take it back so i changed it to bert in all of his sexist glory and me oh i still liked racist santa claus in there that would have made it funny um this is hard it would it would have but i guess technically in the eyes of the film he has somewhat not, of a pass yeah. so i'm going to Karen looks real bad right about now. I know. I was like, I'm going to kill Karen because I actually wasn't a fan of Karen even before. I'm going to have to fuck Bert and Caleb. You're going to fuck Bert? At this point, yeah. Honestly, I don't want to fuck, I... fuck Karen or else I'm going to get the, I guess I'm going to get the fever either way with Bert. But yep. I don't want to yeah. get it in that manner with Karen. Yeah, no. If I, w if I was on the receiving end of this. I'd fuck Karen just so I could kill Bert. That's true. I was going to say, Bert is very killable. So it's a tough decision because I'm also like, he's a fucking dickhead. But I don't yeah, know if I could fuck shit. her in that state. I don't know. I, I could get off in a weird way. <laughs> you were kind of into it? That's your thing? You did say you like when the lips are melted off. You like the way uh, it looks. So. Right, man. <laughs> I'm into weird stuff, you know? <laughs> could be fun. Uh, Cabin fever. 
dude, Boom cabin fucking face. fever. Hon- <laughs> honestly, dude, in- incredible. This movie like cured my depression for the night at least. I'm just gonna start saying boom faced after like everything. I actually I used to say because that used to be you a used funny to say fucking that? line, and I forgot about. I well, like ironically, not not obviously, like I wasn't like boom faced, and I, I wasn't serious about it. But like going boom faced is pretty fucking funny. I forgot about it until this movie. I never knew people said that. Yeah, like dude, I, that, I, I got the implication of what he meant, but I was like, people say that. I'd say it's like very American Pie. That's how I'm going to explain it. Oh, I mean that's right around the time. Yeah. I don't know. Dude, and here's the thing, guys. This was the last Patreon pick that I have at the moment. I just Patreon picks are done for the moment, and this was actually Kim's pick. <laughs> this was all me, guys. <laughs> So thank Kim for what I am going to go ahead and say is an awesome episode and an awesome movie. I experienced something great tonight. This was so I'm much I'm so fun. happy. I'm so happy you enjoyed it. I, j- I knew even if you were to hate it for some reason, I was like, Caleb's going to love this. Even if I hated it, there's still so much in this. Like it's it's nothing like that cry wolf bullshit you gave me. Like there was nothing there was nothing fun about cry wolf. Like no funny lines or anything. Like at least if I hated this, there's so many funny lines and good moments that it's like there's so much to talk about. Cry wolf, you fucked me in the ass, but you did redeem yourself with this. Bon Jovi was in it, but anyways, you're right. I fucked you in the ass. The fact that you thought that I was going to care about Bon Jovi is just one of the most absurd things I've ever heard in my life. Like, I don't give a fuck about Bon Jovi. That means nothing to me. He's well, such guess a terrible what? He actor. doesn't give a fuck about you. I know he... I'm glad he does. I would actually be more offended if Bon Jovi... Like, if someone was, like... If someone was, like, close friends with Bon Jovi and they were like, Hey, Bon Jovi you. listens to your show, I'd be like... What? Yeah, can you tell him not to anymore? Caleb, it's Bon Jovi. Yeah, legends. It's Bon Jovi. Bon Jovi. (laughs) Can we not? Can we not right now? I don't know why I had to do that. (sighs) Happy, happy Jovi. Happy Jovi to ya. Happy, happy Jovi to ya! <laughs> That's so guys, how we should open this. <laughs> it probably is, but I like how we opened it. I like the I like the poem you made. It was beautiful. It was just uh, okay, Thank guys. You. That that was cabin fever. Um, like I said, right now Patreon picks are officially fucking done for now. Like I finally caught up to the insane list that I had after like like, 40 fucking episodes of doing them or something like that. Like, the long, extensive list of Patreon picks. They're finally stopped, so if you guys do want to get a Patreon pick in now, it'd probably be the good time because you'll get it fast, a lot faster than they'd been before because I was so fucking backed up. But we're finally here. Cabin fever. Um, you guys got another episode coming out in, like, two days, so, like, hopefully hopefully a good amount of people will still listen to this episode, because I think it's a really fun one, but there is an episode coming out two days after, so I hope it still gets around to everyone, because this was fucking great. This was awesome. Um, thank you, Kim. You, you, you made me happy today. Of course. Of course. The least I could do. <laughs> and honestly, Kim, like, I... I know originally I was supposed to do this with James and our friend Devante, and that would have been really fun 
but I'm going to go ahead and say that I'm really glad that he had a COVID scare only because he turned out negative <laughs> only because he turned out negative. I'm saying this. Yeah, clarify. In, in, I'm saying this in hindsight, not like at the moment I was like, Oh fuck, hopefully he doesn't have COVID. You know, that would suck. <laughs> but in hindsight, I'm glad he got that scare because it was negative. So it's fine, but I'm glad he got that scare and we didn't record it because I'm really glad I recorded this with you because you had some good information on this. You had a fucking awesome poem for this. And like, that's it, true. It, the poem, <laughs> This was great. This was so much fun. I agree, dude. So much fun. Thanks for having me. Um, we'll course, have to yeah. we'll have to share to Eli. And uh, it, everyone should be really happy because uh, you know uh, on Patreon, you know I have bonus episodes, I have movie commentaries, I have bonus video episodes, and like a bunch of like other shit that you can gain access to. But if you donate at least three dollars. Or like, and you're in any of the other tiers. You have access to polls, and the poll this month, fuck me, the you. poll this month was um, between Attack of the Killer Tomatoes, um, Society, and then something else. And then I had one that was a little out of pocket. It was a movie, but it was also with a specific guest, and that movie was the Amityville Horror, specifically with Kim. And for anyone that's on the Patreon, um, Kim's Amityville blew every other movie out of the fucking water. Like, so fast that, like, there was already, like, like fucking 15 votes ahead on Amityville over anything else. It was, like, double digits Amityville, single digits everything else. And I was like, I just had to end the poll because I was like, it's literally zero competition. There's no way that anything can come back from that. So you guys will be glad to know that next month, me and Kim are going to do the Amityville Horror. Fuck my life. And uh, I'm going to go ahead and say that if you guys want access to those polls, go ahead and go to patreon.com slash horror soup. And um, I think I'm going to go ahead and just put an Amityville Kim on every poll forever yeah, Donnie, now. So- Donnie, personal fuck you. That's all so- I'm going to say. If you guys uh, want to make sure that um, Kim comes on at least once a month for Amityville for the unforeseeable future, go ahead and go and donate to that Patreon, guys, for a good cause. Please don't. We'll donate to Patreon, but. Uh, and guys, if you want to follow the podcast on Instagram, it is at Horror Soup. The Twitter is at Horror Soup Sucks. Send any email inquiries to horrorsoupyahoo.com. I'm doing letterbox movie reviews at Horror Soup Caleb. And check out Donkey Felicio on YouTube.com slash Horror Soup. It's a freeform show that I host with one of my best friends, Sean. And check out Scream, which is another horror movie podcast that I host with Ash and Elena from Morbid, a true crime podcast. And say bye, Kimberly. Bye-bye-bye. Grubs up, baby, grubs up. Give me horror soup, give me, give me horror soup, give it, give it horror soup, horror soup. Would you like some bread? I'll do you a slice with a pinch of salt. It'll taste really nice. You've done really well, cause this stuff tastes just like hell. Swallow it down, it'll fill up a hole. Stick out your tongue and the couch you go. We're having a bite with creatures of the night. Grubs up, baby, grubs up. Give me horror soup, give me, give me horror soup. Give it, give it. Grubs up, baby, grubs up. Give me horror soup, give me, give me horror soup. Give it, give it. Horror soup, horror soup.
espresso will keep you well fed. Its gorgeous smell could wake the dead. Vegetable is just forgettable. If your energy's low, you know what to do. Simply double on down some of the spooky stew. Blue wine and dine a hungry Frankenstein. Grubs up, baby, grubs up. Give me horse soup, give me, give me horse soup. Give it, give it. Grubs up, baby, grubs up. Give me horse soup, give me, give me horse soup. Give it, give it, horse soup. Horse soup. Let me be your Sweeney Todd, your private chef. I'll be your just dessert. You can even drink it from a cup.